return of Teeth. He's a rogue, right? Yeah. Lionel Tea Leaf is a. What's your alignment right now? Chaotic <laughs> question mark? <laughs> it, 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 it'd probably be neutral good or like chaotic good. Okay. We'll say neutral good for now. And you are a <clears throat> male what? Male rogue explorer. What's your race? Halfling. Halfling. Has to be halfling. What kind, of, what kind of halfling are you? The tea leaf family. I think last time I was like a desert one, but I'm probably just a stout. Because that wasn't... Mm-hmm. Stout. Yeah. Ghost Males, voice is cool. You get that little stout, message feature. Halfling. <clears throat> um, halfling rogue. Yep. Okay. You going to try out the new rogue subclass? <laughs> well, I keep on trying mastermind, even though I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you used it once. Because we were level three and... You get one. <laughs> in the, uh... You're taking him trick or treating. Tom, you're, you're, you're doing Pierre Delecto. Pierre Delecto. <laughs> what's your religion? <laughs> so you guys, what's your what's your alignment right now? Get a good. Get a good, and you're a human, male human. Ranger on the way to being a Horizon Walker. Ranger, nice. yes. Because that was the <clears throat> Twitter handle for uh, Mitt Romney. Yeah, yeah, Mitt Romney. Yeah. He's, he's the uncle of Carlos Danger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, please. Okay. There we go. Pierre Delecto. <clears throat> Final two leaf. <laughs> Steven I'm playing Candle in the Night also referred to as just Candle because candle tabaxi naming yep. night, right. Candle in the Night A Half tabaxi witch Half tabaxi witch what, What's your alignment right now? Currently lawful neutral Lawful neutral Half tabaxi uh, What's your gender presentation? Haven't decided on that one. Okay. I yeah. It's in the fur. You, you'll never know. <laughs> wizard. A vet would know. Witch. Actually. Oh, sorry, witch. Yeah. That's right. Sometimes it's just by the spotting. <laughs> Sometimes just by the spotting. You didn't make me hold you the whole time, right? Now. <laughs> I mean, if you, you can get away with it. All of it. Seems all perfectly all content right where you're at. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So we've got oh God, a ranger. It's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> the picture of the one on the half page is oh, just like, fairy? oh, it's so cute. Oh, God, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I almost was like, mm, can, I, can I make my tea leaf fairy? Oh. You could, yeah. Maybe yes. you can do other animals. They're so I, good. I had a fake Not to be a taxi variant just because I can. Oh, oh my God, just look at it. Like a, a fish, <laughs> uh, official options for the other animals. Yeah, yeah. like it their is, people. It is my favorite picture in there, I think. It's so cute. Sorry. <laughs> they do have a lupin uh, under uncommon races. Oh. Yeah. So dog it. is also available. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jason. I'm totally... She probably put a character together. <laughs> there are so many me? cute <laughs> options, Jason. And normally I'm not one of those that's like, oh, it's so cute, I'm going to, you know, like... You, you're talking about the, the image on the front of the half to back thing, right? Well, yeah, and then the one at the bottom. The sketched version? The sketched yeah. Oh, I, I, haven't, I haven't looked at the whole document the whole, the whole in a while. Oh, sure. Yep. <laughs> He's immune to the it's assumption. Cute. That's a thing. It's so cute. Yeah. Yes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> 
Okay, I'll be right back. You said uncommon backgrounds or uncommon ancestry? Is yeah, there? uncommon yeah. ancestry has uh, okay. Lupin. My arm is starting to hurt. Lupin, Dampier. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, it's got Dampier. Okay, yeah. yep, I get it. You don't care. <laughs> I know exactly I where I want to be. Other option. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Last time he did, he slept in Lance's lap. <laughs> Gets what he wants. It was, it was for immersion, because... I figured I had a cat on my mm. character's lap the whole time. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I actually have to get my uh, <clears throat> familiar figured out. Over here. Thank you. Okay. It is. It is taking all of my willpower to just not reproduce Salem from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> I was going to say, would it be weird for a half to have a cat familiar? I don't know. <laughs> I, I've I been mean, toying around with the idea where it's like, eh, it's different enough. <laughs> then, of course, the humorous choice is you pick, like, a dog or something. Oh, there you go. Mm. Or a bird. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> a raven would be good. Just yeah. constantly looking. Sometimes just get lost in thought <laughs> on that. You're just like, should I eat it? <laughs> I can summon another one. For free? I mean... <laughs> Only ten minutes. <laughs> I, I'll never starve. <laughs> it's some dark thinking, but <laughs> well, when you're out in the jungle, yep. Sometimes you gotta eat your familiar. That is a pretty adorable face, right there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect amount of wrinkles. Yep. He's a beagle basset terrier mix. Oh my gosh. So he's just. That's why he looks. Uh, constantly half depressed and half high. It's <laughs> the beagle and Bassett, yeah. That's why you keep looking at those Doritos. <laughs> He's not nearly as much Classic of a jerk about food as a... Uh, oh, what was it Leon last Leon is a jerk about food and will steal it straight out of your hand. He was completely, like, unaware, but then somebody picked up, like, a piece yeah. of food. He's like, what? <laughs> there's something on and the table? And all of a sudden there's this paw on the table, and he's like, excuse me. Somebody brought snacks, man? <laughs> So, so my hope for this is to, and again, as I, as I mentioned earlier, that there means nothing coming from me. But my hope is to run this regularly, and this is the only thing that we're doing. And oh, you're okay, is to run this regularly for at least the rest of the year, right? Mm-hmm. You know, to try to get those sessions in, and then at the start of the new year, you know. Um, we'll see um, what everyone's availability is like, and we'll see if we can continue, you know, because I know that once a new year rolls around, you know, scheduling will be different, you know, yeah. But, you know, this same time, same same day, same time, so we do Saturdays at noon, um, seems to work for at least everybody at the table. Um, and it happens to be a time where, you know, even as the show opens up that we're working on now, those shows are in the evening, so it's not like we have anything going on. Yep. Now, so, and uh, yeah, so I want to, I want to get through this. God damn it, because I paid for the book, <laughs> and by by God, we're gonna go through a whole adventure. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get through. Yeah. Um, Despite having read the book, I've forgotten the majority of its contents. <gasps> I figured it would have been, would have been long enough. That... Aside from the overarching story, which that, that's all I, I mean, remember of anything, yeah, really. Yeah. Tends to be the story. Because I can get some of those kind of hints playing a game that used 
the mm. story. It's like, oh, I, I, I know some things, but very yeah. little. Yeah, and, and even even though I know like the big mystery, it's like it doesn't really change. It's not that big of a yeah. big of a deal yeah. in terms of Just actual play. But how many spells do you have? Character? Character? As a wizard? Witch. As a witch. Witch. Because yep. oh. I've got two spell slots, but does that mean I actually know two spells? Does it say in spellcasting? I'm reading through it, but it is the densest part of the class, so. Except for your We'll like get there. Plus... Well, you have a spell book, so I imagine you, <clears throat> you have something in your spell book and you can prepare so many. Yeah. It's just trying to figure out how many you start known. Can you be a shifter? They should have them in there. If it's yeah. in there, then yeah. It's in, it's in here. I just wanted to make sure it was okay with you. Yeah. If it, uh, I, you know, I, I scanned all those documents. I was like, if it's in there, then <laughs> that's why I should. <laughs> so you can, oh, hey. But other people are barking. I must Zoe, be is that your aunt? Yes. You should probably go at her aunt. Oh, oh, that's a table. There's excitement happening. Zoom. So ferocious. Yeah. <laughs> The highest pitch of parts. So, Lance, I can't remember. Was your character ranged or melee? Oh, range. Range. Okay. What about your character, Tom? Melee. He's gonna be a two-weapon fighter. Okay. Cool. I mean, as all spellcasters are, preferred range, but yeah, all God, range. You better be ready for melee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, you I, just, I, you just got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote you off. As range. Yeah. No, that's fair. What, what a, what a power move! <laughs> you're, you're, you're like five levels into the game, and you run out of spell slots. So pull out a gun. <laughs> I mean, not even, not even like a musket, but just like, like a desert <laughs> eagle or something. <laughs> <laughs> And its stats are like modern. Oh, it's just a, where, like it would be like five hundred damage. Yeah, I mean, like, like if if it took the the like the five E modern or the D twenty mm-hmm. modern stats, you do like two D six, two D eight. I would be so so shocked. I would be like, I'll allow it. It's happening. <laughs> Good on you. What a power move! Oh, you're doing off me. Hello. Oh. So with that with that information in mind, Robert, which one are you going to do? Spells known it should be three. Oh cool. Okay. So no three can cast him. Where are you seeing that just so I can uh, in in just like the basic table? No. Um I'd like to uh, try to keep that an even balance between the ranged and uh, uh melee. Melee. So one is more survivable as melee, mm-hmm. but one will eventually be melee. <laughs> so you've got, a, you've got a paladin and a hexblade, is that right? Yeah. Both different types of fun. Do you have any idea what kind of class that you want to run? I suck at being a paladin. Nobody said that. I didn't say that. No. Nobody said that. Before. I think I do. <laughs> as long as you said it. Mm-hmm. Well, when we played uh, Strahd Must Die, he wasn't doing okay. Mm. True. But I didn't build that paladin. <laughs> that was a very gay paladin that Jason gave me. It was great. Yeah, it looks like it's... <laughs> it, was like a, it was like a light rainbow paladin, rainbow paladin <laughs> kind of thing. Used powers of light. Yes. Super on brand. It was very on brand. Yeah. I 
argued with him for a few minutes about whether or not I could actually get my skin to just like have a rainbow mm-hmm. like sheen on you it. Gotta love like, that. No. Come on, <laughs> flavor always wins. Well, well, I don't. I don't have to because we were in a we were in a like a cool. <laughs> we were in a gothic adventure, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, we're that. That's too much. Like strawberry too much color. That's strawberry shortcake <laughs> territory. Like we're not. Yeah, that's caraberry territory. It's not work. Not working for me. Barovians don't know how to deal with that. Yeah. They'd see that and they'd die of a heart attack. <laughs> they'd never seen that much color at once. Color! Oh, God. <laughs> what shade of gray is Are we in Kansas? We're not in Kansas. Well, I'm probably going to be a shifter because I think it sounds cool. Well, maybe, maybe Barovia... Shifters are pretty cool. Maybe Barovia is like technicolor, but when you enter the plane, uh-huh. everybody gets Wizard colorblind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something I do on class... It's like walking into Gears of War. All the color just drains out. (laughs) Probably not a spellcaster. Well, in the first couple of games, I think think they got better about that later. That's good. I'm more inclined to do range just because that's what I tend to do better at. Because you're a coward. (laughs) But if you would like to play ranged, I can do more. Ranged is for cowards. I can do more melee. (laughs) Especially if I I take... Be a coward, that is. (laughs) Beast hide. Well... The thing is, uh, my Hitchcock Warlock will eventually be ranged. I mean, melee, but right now she's not. It's very, yeah. Hitchcock takes a little warming up, quote unquote, before they really get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd. Well, especially if you get starting equipment, because you can actually wear medium armor, but you can't start with medium armor. Mm hmm. I don't have to worry about armor. You'll just die anyways. Yep. I don't get armor. <laughs> You'll get nicked by something and yep. develop a horrible <gasps> disease. And <laughs> oh, God. The way armor doesn't matter. Just use the leeches. To pick up. Ooh, uh, more leeches. Right. Pull up the map. It is a good map. It's a good map. It's a good map. Oh. It's a good map, Brent. Oh, it's going okay. You don't have anything on it, which is nice. I know it's probably nice. Mm-hmm. All right. At this point, we're just going to do odd and even. Here you go. <laughs> okay, that works. Which is which? Is the Hexblade odd? Hexblade is odd. That seems about right. <laughs> I think in terms of Warlocks, yeah. They're, they're pretty, pretty odd. odd. Okay. Who we got with So that is Emmanuel. Yes. Emmanuel Kant. And what's the... Uh, the real piss hand. What's the details on the... What's the... We get a Nantucket rhyme going there. Uh, it should be Lawful <coughs> Good. It's the Monty Python it's good. Philosopher's okay. Song. Ah. Female? Manuel <laughs> Camp yes. was a real pissant. And... <laughs> very rarely stable. Yes. <clears throat> Paladin of what? Uh, it's gonna be a devotion. Ooh. I mean, what but God? Oh. Hmm. Right. Well, <laughs> that thing we she almost... She has an interesting backstory, about. but it's currently... It'll ma- matter. All right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. Okay. But well, at least I know I'll always be going last with this character, because I dumped dexterity. Hey. <clears throat> I'm starting to get a little worried about being the only melee character in our group with no healing. <laughs> we can solve that problem. I'll be able to brew potions eventually. Oh, all right. Yeah. And eventually you will get healing. Hmm. Ranger. Oh, yeah, good point. Holy next level. Next level. 
And by the time, the, the way that I've set up the intro to this adventure, by the time you hit Chult, you should be level two. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. Get a little bump. Trying to figure out how many of these things are actually going to be useful. So is this the time where Chult is a peninsula or an island? It's technically a peninsula. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very yeah. southern... You can see that it extends outward into some of the... Oh, there it is. To breach the jungle, though. Good luck. Over time, it's one and then the other, and then it switches back. Something like that. They they reference it as a peninsula in the book, so I guess that's the one they're going to. Oh my god, there's so many options. (laughs) Okay, so we have... Choice plus. Yep. Yep. Yes, exactly. Every time. So you're ranger. Ranger. Witch. Yep. Rogue. Rogue. Paladin. Oh, you are going to go paladin. All right, so we'll do <coughs> Sometimes I look is... at paladin and I think they're one of the strongest low-level healers. Yeah. Just because like of lay on hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... And they can deal out a ton, a ton of damage. Of damage. Yeah. Because we're in the jungle, right? So tracking and survivalist will actually come, will yeah. will come mm-hmm. in handy yeah. for once. Yep. Oh, I also don't worry about any of the intelligence skills. I have, all, have of all, them. all of them. I have all of them. <laughs> all of them. All of it. Arcana, history, investigate nature and religion. Taken care of. Nerd. Yep. Oh, I also took uh, urchin background, so we have like a backup rogue too. Oh, nice. Some of those. So I was thinking about. Oh, uh, that if is... I should take wild hunt or not, just so I can. <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> make a wisdom check. I can roll advantage uh, with hearing and smell. Yeah, perception and survival is always going to be important. Always perception, always. Mm-hmm. Everybody benefits from perception. There's also dream sites. Who here has stealth? Yes. No. At all. You're okay. a paladin. Plus I'll that. pass without trace. <laughs> oh, nice. Pass without trace should solve <clears throat> any problems with either of you two not having stealth if we actually want to be stealthy. Plus ten really helps. Really I think good. right now I have <laughs> expertise in the, the lockpick and perception. Nice. So I could always move around. No, I just wanted to know, like, if stealth was an option. And if we've got pass without trace, then stealth is an option even for full plate. Because there's nothing worse than, okay, send the stealthy people in. And then they get murdered while the armored people are rushing to try to get to the rescue. I think I remember in our last game, I was the person with the highest like athletics with a plus two only from training. I think everybody else had eight. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, my character had a 10 strength. Last oh, time. okay, 10. Yeah, so. It, it was average. average. <laughs> I don't think he had training. It was zero, yeah. Yeah, it, it was that training. I always go one of two ways with strength. I either play a character who can grapple, or I play somebody with eight strength. Yeah. That is the in between. I, I always at least do. I would at least Never always just train. kind of a buff, dude. Yeah. I, the problem is the game's so. It pushes you. Unbalancedly though. favors dexterity over strength. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if we got rid of the rapier, it would fix that. That's true. Because the rapier is made by a bunch of nerds. Who <laughs> <laughs> don't no upper body strength. That game, it was basically only humans, so everybody thought I was a child. Nice. That was oh, the running right. joke. Oh yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I will yeah, miss that running joke. Why are you listening to a child? child. <laughs> oh, did you run it through the, the thing? Yeah. Okay. That was a fun game. I, I wish we would have continued that. Which one was that? Uh, the one we were playing at the... Uh, where we got Yukai to... Yeah, where we got sent to the wrong without the, the vine interference. Investigating the city. There was a graveyard, maybe? Yeah, the graveyard. I had only heard about things. Are you talking about the one we did at Matchbox? Yes. yes. Okay, yeah, the gothic one. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That was such a great venue. Yeah, it's a great place to work. Oh, I gotta take that one. Yeah. It's grave robbing. That's basically my job description. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much D&D. <laughs> And yeah, I'm playing that character again, so. And if you wait long enough, it becomes archaeology. Right. I know that's, <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. That's, that's what my character is an archaeologist. He just keeps saying, that belongs in a museum. I Specifically my museum. Where <laughs> I can charge me and my company. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Okay. Because so I'm thinking, of like, I'm kind of like a historian explorer looking for the panther, so I do a lot of archaeology. Hmm. And stuff like that. Got our, track suited puma. Got map here. The best. Alright. Which we will be, as you may already know, uh, a good portion of Tomb of Annihilation is going out into the uncharted jungle and um, sort of filling out this, mm-hmm. this hex grid. Um, not entirely, but just, you know. Yeah. You don't have to scour the entire <laughs> peninsula. In fact, you'll probably die before that happens. <laughs> But, you will um, be eaten by so a dinosaur. dinosaur. So many so dinosaurs. Many dinosaurs yeah. <laughs> so um, the way that this is going to work, and which is why things like survival and stuff in nature will come in handy, is that you know you'll make a your sort of um, guide or whoever is doing the orienteering or navigation will make a check to determine whether um, you are heading to the hex that you intend, or whether or not you get lost and end up in one of the adjacent hexes. And then we'll do checks for, it'll be, uh, I hate, you know, like, survivalist bookkeeping, but we're going to do a little bit of, like, you know, have you got food, have you got water? We'll, we'll be checking that. You'll be able to harvest things. Um, don't drink the river water unless you boil it, because that's, oh, yeah. that's bad. Yeah. Um, don't worry, I enjoy that. And then based on that, you know, whatever we, whatever hex you arrive in, things will happen. You'll, you'll see things, you'll see places and uh, creatures and everything like that. And um, 
Because they get you, different biomes. And you'll just have to keep, you know, keep track of, have you got your supplies ready? Have you got enough food and water to, to take care of both you and your pack animals, if you happen to bring them? Um, and uh, just keep a notion of, like, where you're going. Right. Um, and that's, like I said, that's that's the majority of the game, is this sort of uncharted wilderness here uh, as you're trying to figure out, you know, what's going on. So did anyone ever read Hex World? Jack, Jack L. Chalker. No. It's a very mm-hmm. cool concept. <clears throat> the whole world is set up as hexes, mm-hmm. and every hex is a different, Biome. completely different uh, world, basically. Oh, no, I think I, I, I have a vague mm-hmm. memory of this, yeah. It's a really, yeah, yeah. I only like sci-fi books that are fantasy-like, and that one's very yeah, fantasy-like. Cool. <clears throat> oh. I'll have to look that up see if it's the same thing I'm thinking of. There's a whole series. Jack L. Chalker. Chalker? Yeah. Hmm. Like chalk? Yep. C-H-A-L-K-E-R. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm acting I don't have the Create a destroy water would actually be useful. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. <laughs> this is one of those this is one of those times when spells mm-hmm. like create or destroy water is Oh like, yeah. Oh no, oh, that yes, yeah, great. So I'm sitting here with Witch with a conundrum where I can basically go, hey, let's get create or destroy water and good berries. And just ignore all of the survivalism. <laughs> <laughs> or actually engage with well, part of the game that see, I that, enjoy. That depends well on... Well World, not Hex World. Oh, yeah. Well World? Yeah. That, that uses spell slots. Yes, too. it does use spell slots. They are first level spell slots. Yeah, and it's it's one where... Well World? Like I've, a well that you I've heard some people in? talk about like well world. tweaking the spells. So it make involves it involves so, a planet-sized uh, supercomputer. Good berries like burns <clears throat> up a material component, so you have to keep finding the mistletoe instead mm. of just having it and being fine. And mistletoe is not exactly not native. Not native to no. chalt. No. <laughs> it's, it's very not even alpine. It's a very northern. It's a well, yeah, the, yeah. Mistletoe is okay. Here then. So the well world mm-hmm. is the planet that houses the well of souls, and it exists within the original Markovian reality. Its surface was used in an experimental site where the Markovians tested their species designs Ooh. before sending the successful ones into the new universe to populate planets. That makes sense. Humans are one of many such design species who now live in the, quote, real world. During the time period of the novels, the well world has been abandoned and left on its own for an unknown length of time. Hmm. <clears throat> oh yeah, there's seven books in the series. Instead of making oh. just a computer simulation, they just actually built the park. Yep. I mean, <laughs> to test it. Then you don't have to worry about all those the extraneous variables. It's all just there. Uh, those um, 1970s. Uh, first, first one's 77. The last one's 2000. Wow. Same author, or? Yep. Oh. He died in 2005, so hmm. probably won't be anymore. Sometimes people <clears> pick <throat> it up. Sanderson. Done that kind of thing. Midnight at the Well of Souls is the first one. Who else has done that? I guess. Robert's son, technically. Oh, nice. Interesting. Okay, two more spells to go. <laughs> oh, sure. You, you picked one. one. <laughs> We've got until three. We are not in a hurry. <laughs> Mage armor would probably be a good idea, but who's got time for that? So an interesting 
Um, the interesting wrinkle for the beginning of, of this campaign is that, as you may have intuited, we're not actually starting on Schult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Um, now, the the basic adventure does that as well, but like this, the, the way the way that we're getting into it will provide a more sort of clear narrative sort of episode to, to motivate you to go to Chult. Um, and accordingly, that is going to require all of us to come together, well, I mean, mostly you guys, but to come together to create an NPC Ooh, as a joint fun. sort of effort. We'll decide, you know, um, what, you know, the basic details of that NPC, like what humanoid race are they, you know, like what do they do for a living, like what's their history and stuff yes. like that. And also how you all know them and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, Last time we did this was year zero and we all hated the guy. Yeah, well, that was, that Kevin. was Kevin. <laughs> and Kevin came fully formed as a hateable creature, so hopefully and, and, we'll ignore that. And Kevin came out of, like, not the need of making an NPC, it's just we all had a relation, and it just happened to be Kevin. It just happened to be Kevin. Because we happened to name our NPCs Kevin, Kevin without Kevin knowing. Kevin F, F that guy. Just, just plain and simple. This person is ideally, like, very dear to you. Cool. Okay. In fact, that's sort of the point. So an un-Kevin. Doesn't mean we won't hate him. Yeah, sort of an anti-Kevin. Not Kevin. So, Nevik? Nice. Could be, yeah. Although that makes although that makes me wonder whether or not if they ever touched, they would sort of obliterate each other. Right? Kevin and anti Kevin. Yeah. Made his made him say his name backwards, returning him <laughs> to the fifth dimension. <laughs> yeah, I think someone has decided to like me. Well, that's good. Yeah. They tend to be like a little front loaded in their barking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very. Then they just He's a huge baby. Both are. Very soft. Yes, mm-hmm. he's so soft. Yeah. You go boy Leon. He said his name. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like me that much. <laughs> okay. Razor claw shifter. Razor claw shifter. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Huh? How many claws? Still get there. That's okay. Are we doing the? Do we point by for? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh no, the begging has started. Unless, unless you, you know, unless, you, know, nope. unless you want to go balls to the wall. <laughs> it never works well for me. Never. It requires balls, I think, is the problem. You can only you can only engage in truly reckless behavior if you have if you have tested. <laughs> it's almost a requirement. I know. Okay. Average. I'm just doing it for to get all the good rolls out. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So it'll just be mediocre when you start. Well, although I remember I remember doing that 
and just they were just awful, and then we actually started rolling for for character stats, and then it started going hot cool. <laughs> immediately. Somehow, it, it somehow it knew. Yes, as if it's you had loaded dice. <laughs> as if. As, I'm not making any accusations here. I'm just saying <laughs> as if. Yes. One may be led to believe. One may be led <laughs> by the by the circumstances and the history, the record. Oh, this is too much fun. Trying to say is that a sarcasm or not? No, this is pure, pure, pure bliss. There is a oh, okay. single spell I'm looking at here and just going. This is this is like you can build a character around this. <laughs> just the one spell. In, in fact, Nintendo built a character around this, specifically platinum. In fact. Oh yeah, okay. there you go. Nice. All right, there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I had my suspicions and then, mm-hmm. then I knew. So that means you can't wear clothes, right? <laughs> I'm already covered in fur, so. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's socially acceptable. Gotta have the robes out. We'll just have like a long cloth or something. No, you do full robes, like just satin, or please, silk, let's, something very. Let's, let's not all. <laughs> Be wearing loincloths, please. Let's all avoid that. The cultural that cliche. I yeah. will have clothes on, and I mean, you I know, mean, even shifted, so it's fine. That's good and everything. I just don't want everybody to come in looking like oiled up Tarzan, because uh, that's oh, barbarian. That's what. It yeah, is. that's not gonna fly for a while. Yeah, just, just, not you'll, Tarzan. You'll just get Conan. you'll get to Port Nanzaro, and there'll be these all finely tailored people <laughs> with like gold and sapphires and everything, and they look at you like. What is this? He's, he's, he's why have you come here like this? Are you, why are you nude? <laughs> Please put some clothes. Please go away. Of course, the nobles would have a French accent. <laughs> yes, you, you do. Think I have this outdoor accent. Well, I was, I was uh, f- stumbling over a like uh, a Central African sort of. Um, these people from the south coast yeah. always come here, not quite close. Ridiculous. Leon. Just be like Lance Roddick. Just like, what, what are these people? <laughs> it's like they come here, they uh, do not bring their finest clothes, but they bring money. It's like Cancun for them. <laughs> I do not even know where they're keeping the money. They have no pockets. Tucked somewhere. <laughs> Unspeakable. Now the character I didn't play had fine clothes and pressed the digitation to keep them tidy. Of course. Yeah. As you do. Would not have lasted very long in the job. <laughs> <laughs> just, you just like constantly, you, you, you're, you're, your spell focus is now just... Your concentration is on prestidigitation. Always prestidigitation. <laughs> even though it doesn't have the... The tag. You've made, oh, it, a, you've made it a concentration spell. You've made a concentration. Yeah. Constant. So many mosquitoes. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you just die? I don't know, though. That would have been a little weird having two cats, because that was the grim look in. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I read that and uh, I wasn't planning on making a second character. I read that and I said, "Well, you have advantage on making people believe you're an actual house cat." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I, I gotta make something for that." At the very least, when your first character dies, <laughs> you bring yeah. that up. Luckily, we're not playing meat grinder mode, mm. as they as they say oh, in yeah. the book. The, the the no resurrection. Well, no. Already, there's there's issues with like because of the nature of the the adventure about mm. coming back to life. But meat grinder mode specifically is like death saves aren't po- aren't successes mm. unless they're fifteen or higher. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. It, it, it turns it into that, like, uh, if you go down, you're a priority, not a, uh, we'll see how they do on the first couple rolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, immediately you go down and like, oh, okay, let's get you back up. <laughs> or, you know. That has its own danger, though. It also suggests that you, you know, like, tear up their character sheet in front of them and that stuff. Like, <laughs> Next. <laughs> he, is, he is mean as possible. That's not the default setting for the <laughs> yeah. adventure. That's just something that he... They suggested, here's the thing you can do. If, if you hate the characters from the previous campaigns, <laughs> play this one in this mode. You'll never have to see them again. If a person at your table you don't like, here you go. <laughs> Destroy every one of their characters systematically. We're also going to be doing the, um, you know, the fortune system like we do, so you have a little bit of an edge in um, in these dangerous scenarios. You selected your spells. Yeah. Or are you yeah. still doing that? I'm looking at some of the new ones and seeing if I want to use some of those. Okay. Right yeah. The ones in the in the witch document. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Checking out their new camp. Try one of these. Is mystery or actual? It's carrot cake. Carrot cake. Oh. I, I like carrot cake. So let's see. Yeah. Let's try it. So then it just is just like icing. That smells good. This is the first test. Hmm. Come in. No. Yeah. Got the right amount of spice to it. It's the it's the cookie that's carrot cake flavored. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking it would be all on the icing. That would make sense. Yeah. And then the icing is probably more like the icing is a cream cheese. Like the yeah. Icing, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Oh. I love a good carrot cake. Nothing better. <clears throat> I also think it's hard to screw up. <clears throat> I can't think of myself. I don't think I've ever had a bad carrot cake. Yeah, but there are some that are just so good. The one at Christo's is really good. I mean, in the in that folder is everything I've provided for you. Some of it is racial stuff. Some of it is 
class stuff, like Stephen is using the witch <laughs> document. Okay, just finding what I wanted. Is that the only options I have? Or? No, I mean, you've got the options in, the in all the books, of course. Okay. Yeah, you've got I the... I just have a hard time finding what I want sometimes. <clears throat> the, the class the class is in the player's handbook, of course, and then the subclasses and options that are in um, Xanathar's and... Yeah, it's over there. Mm -hmm. Oh, do you have it as well? Yeah. Also, there's some stuff in... Keep me from having to get up. Mordenkainen's. Right. You want to play a Githyanki or something? Yeah. Um, and... What's the other one? Volo's Guide. But yeah. you've already picked a race. So. Yeah, that's yeah. mostly race. Yeah. yeah. I always want to do a Cobalt, but then I'm like, but that minus two to strength. Yeah. Oof. In a in a in a in a thing you're already probably dumping. It's mm -hmm. rough. Not to mention it's still like you only get a plus two to dex. You don't even get a plus two and something. You know? Right. Like they send the asterisks. Like they aren't quite balanced. The mm -hmm. monster races. Yeah. <clears throat> Are kobolds the one who grovel, or is that? Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> Which <laughs> I, think, I always think that's a hilarious mechanic. Yeah. I guess they also do have the, like the pack mechanic. That that was that race is there not for you know like tactical players or min maxers. It's for people who want to play a damn fun. kobold. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess if you'd make like a whole party of kobolds. Yeah. That, the that light sensitivity. Which is, uh, is there rough. is a campaign where the whole party is kobolds. I seem to remember we we yeah, had a we game where we yeah. played. I I still have the full write up for the module Excellent. of in service to the dragoness. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, a note, I have to I have to plug something while we're here. Um, the, um, there's a new uh, DM's Guild book coming out on Monday uh, called Infamous Adversaries. No. Uh, it is a book that has 40 unique versions of creatures that are in the Monster Manual, so they're sort of like... Ooh. You know, it's not just a, you know, uh, uh, what's an example? Uh, it's not just a character mom, option. It's not just a mummy. It's this guy who is also a mummy, but like his statistics are adjusted to BCR this, and he has this backstory and all this stuff like that. And there are hooks and how to get them into the campaign and like their tactics and stuff like that. So there are forty of those and. <laughs> The the monster that I designed is the first one in the book. Nice. Because I I named it Abigarada and it's like it, alphabetically <laughs> it's the first one of the book. I didn't is want it, it to is be it A A or is it just No it's A B. But still like nice. I didn't want it to be the first one of the book, but nobody else named anything A B or A A, so um so cool. that comes out on Monday. Uh I encourage you to at least go and check it out. Check it out. Um it's also it's brought to us by Benjamin Hoffman, the guy who did the witch document. Did mm -hmm. you look? No. I think that might be Walrock, but um, yeah, I, I can let you know. He <coughs> made the pugilist class that I use a lot. Yeah, Ooh, that's yeah. Right. Um, And Scholar, and he's done some things like the Complete Devout Handbook, the Complete Martialist Handbook. Um, it's, a, it's a fixture on, on the DMs Guild. So, um, And I, I've read the, the... Well, I've skimmed. Let's be fair. I've I've skimmed the the final document and everything like that. There's a lot of interesting characters in there. Mm -hmm. So um, 
Sponsored by I feel like I had to. I feel like I had to sponsor that. You know, like, oh, I, I meant know. to ask you. I've, I've, uh, I'm DMing a campaign, and one of the characters is a cook. That's his thing. Yeah. And one of the resources he brought me has an author named Jason Wallace. Hmm. That's not me. That's okay. got to be somebody else. All right. For a cook? Yeah. No, that's not me. I wish I had put something together for that, but no, that's that's got to be somebody somebody else. Hopefully, who is now. Ejected from the DMs. <laughs> we'll, ne- we'll never publish again. I'll have to publish under... A n- I'll, I'll be Pierre Delecto. On the <laughs> I think he might have been Jason R. Wallace. No, I think we well, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, honestly. That, 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 that I, is, I swear that's... That's getting creepy it. now. Well, can I, what, what is it? Can I, can I see the... Um, do you happen to know have what it is? should have, but... Because that's going to suck if there's some, somebody with my exact exactly. name. Yeah. Oh, God. What do you even do at that point? I mean, do, do, you, 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 do you just go with a moniker? You have to hire a guy to solve that problem for you. <laughs> you spell I, I know a good man, John Wick, solves these problems. <laughs> just need a Kruger hand. Mm-hmm. And some, like, stamped gold coins. Yeah, the, the, the Kruger hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, they actually have a name. Well, I, I think I South think... African currency or something. Oh, oh yeah, oh, interesting. But yeah, it's kind of the, the standard gold coin these days. Kruger hand. Hmm. Learn something new every day. Oh, I've got it here somewhere. Now the final difficult choice is a familiar. Hmm. And I wanted to look at find familiar for some of the more like weird choices. Sure. Not to pick them, but just to look at them, because crab is an option. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Did they give you even more options with which? An anteater. I, I haven't checked. I'll have to look into that. Sometimes they... Sometimes they throw some extras, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's probably just the same as Find Familiar, but with evil in front of Evil cat. <laughs> evil crab. Well, that would be redundant. Hmm. I was looking at which, and I Any think crab? there's one of them that allows you to... I think it was... One of the... Mm. The, like, circles or the, yeah, cousins. Yeah, that allows you to do an imp or a closet. Mm. Pseudo-dragon. Yeah, I think it's the uh, circle of the eclipse, uh, if the there's one. circles. It was the one that check. was, like, evil. Yeah. Coven of the full moon. No, there's some fine... Kind of like of the warlock. Yeah, the coven of the eclipse. They're the ones that just like look evil by their art. Edge lords, <laughs> all of them. One one good thing about about Tomb of Annihilation's setting in Schult is that it's very difficult to be an edge lord when you have malaria and are sweating <laughs> to death. It's very hard to be like, no, I don't want your help. help. Uh, let's, okay. see, let's see how long that lasts. <laughs> when you have dysentery, let's see how long that lasts. I'm dying. It's Far Cry 2 all over Oh, here. let me... Let me clarify that... You can't get fantasy dysentery. Let me just... Read. <laughs> before, before you get disappointed or excited... About that, we're not going to do fantasy dysentery. Uh, super tetanus. <laughs> super tetanus is a thing, but I don't think in the show. But we'll see. <laughs> you never know where you're going to find super tetanus. It's, it's the the silent killer. The, you must be constantly vigilant against super tetanus. 
The worst case of lockjaw you've ever had. <laughs> Magically locked jaw. jaw. Literally. I, I use knock on his jaw. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, magical dentist. <laughs> no, that's the next character I want to play. Ma- Ooh, magical yeah. dentist. Who uses mage hand to yeah. <laughs> yank molars out. Five pounds of force, that should be more yeah. than enough. Or maybe he just works on, like, larger, bigger creatures. There you, you know, go, yeah. Yanking dragon teeth out and stuff. Like those... Oh, it's like dentist birds with hippos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the... Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name. Yeah. Periodontal something or others? I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting that. Oh, Nick, what do you want? <laughs> he cannot make it, because he's feeling under the weather. I'm, I, oh, so he is blind. Color me shock. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I'll give you pets. You shut up for a little bit. Now, what I have done is that um, you've all got devices at the ready. Mm-hmm. I have added you all to a Facebook messaging chat, which I know you can all access. Um, and that is where I will, like, if I need to send you... Some more detailed maps. Or like, if I send you, a, like, a, like, a map or an illustration or something like that, or pictures of, like, the NPCs that you meet, then mm-hmm. there will be in there so that you can look at your phone and go, oh, that's what that person looks like, or oh, that's what that temple looks like, or whatever. I figured it would be the easiest way of doing that. Checks out. All right, we're going with a cat. Never hurts. The cat with the cat. Yep. That that introduces some weird moral questions. (laughs) This is my familiar, also my cousin. (laughs) Oh, don't worry. My familiar can actually talk. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like Ray Romano. (laughs) (laughs) We're in the jungle. What is going on? Deborah! (laughs) Why not Danny DeVito? May I offer you an egg in this trying time? <laughs> and then I just started blasting. <laughs> There's that gun again, see? <laughs> the cat has the, the gun. The cat has the, the gun. Cat has the... Is that a gun? Are you, te- are you telling me that you're not going to pick the untitled Goose as you're familiar? <laughs> if Goose was in here... We'll find stats I, I can, for a Goose. I can look that up right now. <laughs> Admittedly, I was looking at Weasel because Weasel is also just a great selection for Yo, something to be on your shoulder. I, I know there's stats for I the Goose. I fully endorse the Weasel cho- choosing. Well, the, this, these stats that, for this goose is a CR7. Yes, so. yes. That's, that's a godly goose. I, I've seen some other ones. I think that you had posted that were like more normal goose. Let us compare Weasel and Cat to have them fight for supremacy. Now that is morally questioned. Yes. <laughs> This wow. goose is a CR-30. <laughs> the Tarask flees from this goose. <laughs> the goose... Okay, this one of their actions is honk, recharge six. Excellent. The goose screams a loud honk. Each creature within 120 feet of the goose must make a DC-17 con save. 
A creature immune or resistant to thunder damage automatically passes the throw. On a failed save, target takes 70 or 20d6 thunder damage and is paralyzed for a minute. <laughs> no save. Just paralyzed. Its bite only deals one piercing damage, but the target's hit point maximum is reduced by an amount equal to the damage taken. Oh boy. Slowly bites away at you. Hit point by hit point. Yeah. Well, well, it also has spite, I think. I saw one of them had smite. So if you smite while doing that, oh boy. The, the, the smite will also reduce your maximum by that much. Kill your party with goose. So, because I remember it could do smite. I'm going to say this now on the record. Mm-hmm. If any of you fuck with me, <laughs> hey, we're getting a goose. I'm going to send a goose out here. <laughs> we have all been warned. <laughs> but I'm talking about the CR30 goose, not, not the CR7 goose, okay? By the way, shouldn't that be when? When? <laughs> yes, when. Sorry. I was, I was going for a touch of optimism there. Just as a, as a Reminds me of when, change of when pace. Uh, your teenager character like made the, made the character like drop the keys. That's when the goose would have come in. Just, right. Like, just <laughs> not the keys. Just gone. Pick up the keys. Anything that's Go. dropped to the ground or floor area, immediately picked up by the goose. You will never see it again. Never see it again. Right, it's, reg- it's a trickster gun. Regular dexterity checks to maintain control of the things you carry. <laughs> Everyone has slippery fingers. Charisma and intelligence becomes a 12 for the familiar. Yep. Can read in. We're, we're going weasel. Is he still your cousin by some genetic sort of? <laughs> Probably not genetic, maybe magical. <clears throat> sure. <laughs> oh, your magical cousin, right? Yeah, he's my cousin by magic. Yep. <laughs> I'm Candle in the Wind, and this is Jerry. <laughs> was my master's cousin's ex roommate. Twice removed. On his father's side. Oh, I was going to make a really... Damn it. <laughs> I wish you'd picked a monkey. So so that I could... Not an option, unfortunately. I, I, wish you, I wish you'd be able to pick a monkey so that I could have made an adult marmoset diabetes joke. <laughs> How dare you, Stephen? Pick a monkey. That's a hell of a reach. I can't. It's not an option. <laughs> The closest I've got is Weasel's good. No, that's you know yeah. I, I don't want to steer you away from Weasel. Weasel's great. I I do like that seahorse is an option. <laughs> yeah, wow. I I do remember seeing that. The tiny beast. Yep. <laughs> I, I carry him in a fishbowl. Let's get another one. <laughs> Thought about doing an underwater campaign. It's a it's it's, an, it's, an, it's an attractive idea, isn't it? Like the. The aesthetics Steve. alone are appealing, appealing. Oh, yeah. but then oh, you're like, pirates now. "Oh fuck! Everybody's <laughs> got to be a triton, or we're checking, you know, drowning every five minutes." Or yeah, you just make some. You give everybody a pendant of water breathing yeah. to start the campaign, and just go. If you lose that, it's and then on spend you. the rest of the campaign having people trying to yank it. Yeah, off. exactly. Yeah, the goose comes by. <laughs> <laughs> you 
fucked up. The goose has your credit now. Peace out. The goose doesn't even need it. It just wants it. Yep. Yes. Yes. Geese are just assholes. Oh. They are. Yeah. Canadians are so nice because every time a Canadian is born, so is a Canadian goose, which takes its rage. There's not a sense. Okay, so let's start putting that NPC together. Huh? Yeah. So, as a group, what humanoid race and sub race is this NPC? Oh boy. Proficiency bonus one, right? Plus two. Plus two? Yeah. Because hmm. you're level one, so it's plus two. Do you want to do like a half orc? Half orc? Gif? Okay. I was thinking bugbear. I mean, bugbear is pretty good. They one half good orc, hunts. one half bugbear. One half orc, half bugbear. They're a very a fuzzy half orc. <laughs> a face only a mother can love. I think the coffee's done, by the way. Cool. See, so if we do bu- or if we do the bugbear, my brain's always going to go back to Barbara the Bugbear Barbarian from Barbarossa. <laughs> it's it's a good one. And you can kind of sing along to it. So I, I I will throw in my vote for half work. We'll go for me. Okay. I'm not too bothered by race, so You don't see race? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's racist in its own right. I just don't give a shit what race okay. the character is. So, well, you know, I, I, I want to make sure that everybody yeah. has a chance to. We're all contributing to this yeah. thing. Just, just to help. Shifters are pretty problem. rare, so I'm not going to assume that it's someone like I'm related to or whatever. You know what I mean? I mean, it can yeah, always be no, a fun no. twist. So. It's just for we're just collaboratively creating this character. Oh, okay. It doesn't have to be yeah. like it doesn't have to have like <clears> this <throat> is my uncle. It could be somebody's uncle. It could be, but it doesn't have to be be somebody's uncle. Just somebody that you all know and uh, have some fondness for. And it is the coffee that Zach left here last weekend. Oh, nice. So are we... we, Half orc seems. Half orc? We're going half orc? Robert, you cool with the half orc? Yeah, that's fine. Can it be a tea leaf's, like, godfather or something Mm. like that? (laughs) Godparent? Mm. Um, I'm going to do a ghost walker. Well, then they'd have to be Ghost like a Goliath. Is that a ranger, ranger. type? Yeah. Mm, yeah, if we are sticking to the Kiwi family heritage and uh, extended universe. I was looking at Marshall. Half orc, half Goliath. It didn't really fit with this shifter. What kind so. of uh, alignment are you anticipating? I, I, I'll take that. Half orc, half Goliath. It doesn't have to be. It, it's not. I'm not locking it. Very big character. Probably chaotic, good. Just give me some fun. Okay. All right. I haven't done background anything. So half orc, half orc's... What are the half orcs sub races? Not I don't them, think right? they, they don't have, have any. Yeah. They're just, <laughs> just half orcs. Yeah. Unfortunately. Okay. They have no variety. So half orcs. Alright, that that solves that problem. They have no mechanical variety. Mm-hmm. Correct myself there. Because they're supposed to be like the quote exotic race. So then Heavy the, quote, yeah. Yeah. What is this NPC's gender? Also don't care. Somebody roll a die. Evens, male, odds, Let's just be with Don Binary. Evens. <laughs> I rolled evens. So. Another one. I mean, that's always right. No, I rolled Quick, we need even. a third choice. <laughs> <laughs> roll a d6. <laughs> <laughs> Two. 
I was thinking one and two males. So damn it! <laughs> <laughs> All right, what well, the dice? What what? Yeah. Jesus says the dice says what it is. So. How old is this NPC? Forties. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I like somebody a little more seasoned. I don't know how young they knew the worm. Orcs tend to die around like forty. Half orcs tend to get. Hmm. And this is, I'm thinking, older editions, so it might they might have bumped it up to like orcs to 60, so half-orc might be like 80. Half-orcs mature a little faster than humans. They reach yeah. adulthood around 14. They age noticeably faster and rarely live longer than 75. Yeah. So yeah, middle of the road. 40s? Mm-hmm. Okay, middle-aged. Yeah. Experience. Seen some stuff. This is, this is a math teacher, isn't it? Is <laughs> They're a wizard. They really like their intelligence score. <laughs> what is this NPC? Okay. okay. Half-orc wizard. It's I played, a, fun a, I played a campaign once with a lizard folk wizard. Ooh. Lizard wizard. Yeah. That's good. What is this NPC named? I'm breaking Frank. out the random name generator. Frank. <laughs> Frank? <laughs> Jeff Jefferson. Jeff? Jeff. JJ. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. This is Jeff Goldblum. It's Jeff the half work. Oh, G E O F F. G E F F. What gives you an excuse to talk like Jeff Goldblum? I mean. I can't argue with uh, that. Can, I cannot go with you to show up on No, 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 no. no <laughs> That's very interesting. Can, oh, mm, no. can you do the laugh, though? Faster. Not bad. It's always okay. playing. Yeah, I, I haven't it's, seen Jurassic Park in ages. It's, yeah. So. It, it's a weird one. the new one. That's right. Yeah. They're all coming. Alright. Generating some random half work names for suggestions. Some of these are a little on the nose. Killin'. Killin'. <laughs> Just. Killin', killin' murder man. Killin' McMurder. Why's it, why's it gotta be Irish? You know why. <laughs> I'm killin' McMurder man. I'm here to gut you. Well, well at least he's not Mayor McChildkiller. Mayor McChildkiller was a great... He, that was a nickname, though. That wasn't his literal name. Literally just named Hag. Hag. H-A-G. H-A-G. Just, just Hag? Yeah. Is there two Gs? No, just one just G. Hag. It's literally just Hag. That's like, that's like naming a person man. Yeah, man. There are people named Guy, so well, yeah. That's but at a least, fair point. At least you could, at least you could come at that sideways and go, "Oh, it's Guy. It's French." Yeah. <laughs> it's not helping, though. Uh, French half work. <laughs> I like I, that already. I, I, I think I've, I've okay, seen so that before. Okay, so there's hold on. So there's scholar. They're gonna be a French half work. I feel like they need to be a scholar. That's fair. That, that's, yeah. That's that's. Racist, I guess. <laughs> no, how is it racist? Stop trying to make your wife racist. Nationalist? <laughs> you know stop trying to be racist. You're trying to make me be racist. I'm not trying to. You're the other racist guys over here, okay? Sir, I provided you with carrot cake oil. Oh, okay. Now that, don't, you put, don't you put your white guilt on me. <laughs> you're white, too. We share the guilt. Everyone at this table shares the white guilt. Yay, wrong. So, so what I've gotten so far is Giff Gifferson. Uh, <laughs> Gee, <laughs> Frank, and Hag. Just the board, just the creature. And Jeff Goldblum. And Jeff Goldblum. Zaurum? Z-A-U-R-I-M. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot of these are, like, speaking to me, admittedly. 
I anticipated can, this. Can get a good to take a little bit. This this part can I specific. See the answers. Murgak. Yeah, of course you can. Murgak, of course. Or perhaps. Ooh. Ooh. See, the name generators are always terrible. Yeah, that's why I love these. Um, oh, you should have heard some of the oh, gems we so read now. So this one is borderline. K e g u l. K u g u l. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Huh. Yeah. He oh. gold. <laughs> Very clearly. Put the put the emphasis. Put, yeah. Four. Okay, so I'm four. Yeah, a lot of these are getting weird. There we go. Harriet. Harriet. Does it say Harriet? That's got to be in the humans ones, right? The halfling. Halfling. Halfling female Harriet. Harriet the half orc. Harriet. Let's see. Alright, I'm I'm gonna cheat and I'm gonna go to Ward? Warcraft orc Ward. names. Oh, because of course. those tend Terra. to be better. Thar, Thag, Trag. Layla. That's my grandmother. <laughs> Layla. Layla. You got me on my names. Alright. Hagrin. Got the rain for the hag. Oh, we've got an At that upgrade. point, just go hag. Yeah, we've hag- got an well, upgrade from hag now to hagdast. Or hagrid. Hagdast. Hagrid. Hagrid. We've got a crom, of course. Crom. <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> I love the simple crom. <laughs> Those are some of the best. Durndar. <laughs> it sounds like a king of the hill curse. You can't get this Durndar propane. <laughs> No, that, that, it, it sounds like it would be uh, uh, the guy who speaks for, like, real fast with yeah. the heavy accent. Oh, uh, Boomhauer. Boomhauer, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, we've got some good short ones. We've got Kath, Baz, which I really like. I like Baz. Baz. Yeah. B-A-Z. Baz? We're going to okay sure. Baz? Okay. That's why it's easy to remember and still has a nice little flair to it. Mm-hmm. Baz. Bazcogs, a well-known name. Bazcogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of my high school ska band. <laughs> okay, so how about this? We'll name him Baz Ridhag. Hmm. <laughs> I like Ridhag. We still got the hag. Yep. <laughs> Baz Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What does this NBC do for a living? Not its class, mind you, but like, yeah. what's it supposed to do for a living? I don't know. I really like the suggestion of Professor. I mean... It's, okay. it's fun. It breaks the stereotypical half-works-are-dumb Professor thing. of Linguistics. Ooh. Damn. Professor He's like, he's like Beast from X-Men, except yeah. he's half-work. He's played, played by Kelsey Gray. <laughs> 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 Professor of Linguistics. Always singing about tossed salads and scrambled eggs. <laughs> Even though we, we don't have either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we'll be starting in Baldur's Gate. So what I'm going to nice. do is find a location in Baldur's Gate that I can use uh, for a professor of linguistics. Yeah, Baldur's Gate, well known for its institutions of higher learning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> University of try not to get stabbed. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh no, this is the computer game. Pull this gate. I want to pull this gate. Pull this gate too. Forgotten realms. Pull this gate. 
Well, that's the one I happened to roll. Just so you know, I rolled the quirk of the slightest mistreatment of animals upsets me far much more than abusing people mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm. It's not one I picked. I just it's a good one for a ranger, though. It is. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a good one for me. <laughs> I didn't cherry pick that one. I just rolled it. The dice decreed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as a shifter ranger, it totally makes sense too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm. Being a professor, I definitely have a lot of connections to school. Oh, I can add rituals to my book. Oh. I don't know if You can actually ritual cast them? Yeah. So I know some... You still have those spells available, but I think you can actually ritual cast them. Oh, okay, cool. You have a spell book known as a ritual book. Your ritual book does not contain the witch spells you know, which are instead fixed in your memory. Rather, the ritual book contains your choice of two first-level spells that have the ritual tag from the witch spell list. Okay. Cool. So you get two extra known? That have to be ritual, yeah. That have to be ritual. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And do you have to cast them as rituals? I would assume so, yeah. You can also catch cast any witch spell you know as a ritual if it has the ritual tag. Oh, yeah. uh, you cannot cast the witch spells in your ritual book except as rituals. Yep. Unless go. you've learned them as or unless you've learned them by some other means. Neat. Okay. Two more spells. <laughs> <laughs> right, he has a professor of linguistics at the The Citadel of Higher Learning (laughs) Kirkwood Community College? (laughs) 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 At Kirkwood Kirkwood Community College. (laughs) Fully accredited. Fully accredited university. He's a professor of linguistics at the Citadel of Elevated Aims. Nice. I like that. What gods, if any, does this NPC version? I know you all have encyclopedic knowledge of all of the Forgotten Realms guys. I just just looked at this for this character's backstory. Uh, I'm a Dwarven Forge guy. More. I'm not, hmm. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to remember what There's the like fifth a edition Wikipedia gods are. article with every god in it. All of the gods. Yeah, because yeah. I was just looking through that for this The Ferunian Pantheon. I feel like the lazy answer is Ion, god or goddess of knowledge. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. Lazy good but appropriate. Yeah, so. admittedly. Orc Pantheon. Probably aren't too many gods of knowledge in the Orc Pantheon. Ion? Yeah, Ion. Yeah, if there is an orc god of knowledge, that's the one. Forgotten for ages. Yeah. <laughs> Ignored, but 99.9% of I-O-U-N, I think? Yeah. May or may not be active in this edition. I think it is. I have an stone here, but I don't know. Is that where the name comes from? I think so. Congenio Ayun is a human arcanist and inventor. 
of the ancient empire of Nethero and creating the Iron Stones. Hmm. Maybe not in this version. Hmm. Maybe it was a 4th edition thing. I think so. I seem to remember that in 4th edition. Yeah. I thought it was older than that, though. Yeah, probably. 4E just took a lot of the more, like, interesting different gods for a spin. Brought the Raven Queen up to prominence. Ogma is the Lord of Knowledge. <coughs> I mean, it seems fitting. Let me check the Pantheon. Yep, Ogma, major favorite in deities. Neutral greater power of bards, inspiration, invention, and knowledge. Leader of the deities of knowledge and invention. And his home plane was the House of Knowledge. Seems good and fitting. And of course, this NPC doesn't have to worship any gods. You know, that's that's up to you. So, <clears throat> uh, knowledge domain deities. Asmodeus is one. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Saloon, Shar, Tyr, Gond, Ogma, Mistra, Sanin, Moonbow, Jurgle. Jurgle. That sounds kind of orcish. It sounds like a knockoff Nurgle. Jurgle. Jurgle, also referred to as the Lord of the End of Everything, hmm. is the Seneschal of the Lord of the Dead. Oh, yes, I found it now, yes. <laughs> Unfeeling and excessively formal. <clears throat> oh. In ethos, Jurgle is colder and more inhumane than his master. <laughs> nice. Impressive. <laughs> his master is Kellenborg, by the way. <laughs> judge, of the, judge of the Damned. <laughs> so he's worse than that. He's less personable than, than the that. person who judges Already damned souls. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh boy. So is is our is Boz a religious man or? Part of me wants him to worship soon. Just that he's just immaculate. <laughs> yeah, he's just his appearance. Just that like weird flair where yeah. it's like, oh yes, I know I can do this stuff, but. <laughs> Well, if he's intellectual, he might he might not he might be an atheist. True, but does that make sense in a world where the gods <clears> are <throat> where there where there yeah there's proof that they exist and they interact with the world? Yeah, that was a legitimately weird question. It's almost a political stance, almost yeah. in yeah. a way, or a cultural stance yes. where you're like, no, fuck these guys. Just <laughs> <laughs> come in and mess things up. Why don't you do something good for us for a change? Have you seen the followers of these people? They're crazy. <laughs> could be the it could be the equivalent of a um, uh, an agnostic, basically, or yeah. un- unaligned. Yeah, that's unaligned. I respect. Could be a deist, a wound watch theory. Right. <laughs> There's one god. He's put all of this in motion. Yes, even the spell plague. <laughs> I get questions about it all the time. Yes, even the spell plague. <laughs> I don't think it was a good idea personally, but there you go. So, any any consensus on this? We can kind of do a mix of it. He's in transition. Was worshipping one god and then has decided, like, eh, it's not really working out. So he's kind of in that middle ground of shopping. He, tri- he tried Searching the, the two-week trial yeah. of this. The free trial and was like, yeah. I don't know. Scientologist. 
<laughs> so let's No, say... we're supposed to like this person. <laughs> All right. No, yeah. And this wasn't like literal shopping, you know. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of like agnostic, like I know they're actually real, so let me just learn about them. So what's the point of yoking your... Or because he knows more than yeah. one is real. He doesn't feel worshipping anyone. That's right, yeah. What's the point of yoking your, your, yeah. your thing yeah. to one when there's so many? So many. Unbegotten to one. You know, like an so he could just worship mm-hmm. knowledge itself or the acquisition of knowledge. Okay. Yeah. I'll put agnostic <clears throat> here as a kind of... Sounds good. I will now spend the rest of the session Googling cute pictures of weasels. <laughs> <laughs> eagles? Why eagles? That's what I weasels. 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 That's what I assumed you were doing. Anyway, <laughs> there is no shortage because they're mm-hmm. adorable. Mm-hmm. You, you, you need to find the form that your familiar takes. Otters. Mm-hmm. Otters are more adorable than weasels. Yes. One's in water. One's out of water. Most of the time. So, uh, we've got. Uh, what are this NPC's two personality mm-hmm. traits? So pick two traits and like, let's let's give them uh, a personality. Pedantic. Pedantic. Overly pedantic. explains everything. Pedantic. Overly. Now we need a loving quality. Overly the reason why our characters everything. would like this person. Yeah, because that's. <laughs> you're right. starting off with well, a bang. But there's a good yeah. way. You could oh, be yeah, pedantic yeah. in a good way. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who are pedantic, but you're like, I love this. I love but, yeah. <laughs> that's more like the enduring kind of. Right. Thing. You're like, he's got other great qualities. <laughs> And that's what we're here to find out. What is that other great quality? <laughs> well, maybe, maybe instead of, maybe instead of pedantry, it's more like he's very enthusiastic about <clears throat> explaining everything. <clears throat> right. Like he re- yeah. he wants you to he's know. It's like, yeah. like, hey, let me tell you everything, everything there is to know about this one thing, and you're like, I, that's I don't need. So that. maybe excited to share his knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Can he be like our Bill Nye the Science Guy? <laughs> Over here, wake up, save the environment, <laughs> share knowledge. Yeah, got Bill like 10 Nye, years left, man. yeah. <laughs> so he's yeah. the Alton Brown of. Ooh, oh. no, he's not knowledge. that silly. Oh man, he's trying to sneak it in there. Okay, so he's gonna make really good food for us. So he's oh, yeah. o- he's over eager to share knowledge, yes. which can be a positive and a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Because if somebody asks him, like, you know, where is the arcane mm. symbol of Gralthor? He's like, oh, the arcane symbol of Gralthor, which was created in... Interesting. That began. <laughs> it all started back... Oh, never mind. Would you like to know who currently owns it? I have a log <laughs> You know. I have all the tax records for it. Over eager to share knowledge. That belongs in music. So what's the second trick? So he's, he's over eager to share knowledge. He loves knowledge, and he loves to tell people about it, even if they say to his face over and over again, please stop. <laughs> He no, told but. us this before. Yes, but there's a new twist. Hmm. Um, it's another flaw. Fun irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> That's rough. It's I have something very important to tell you, but I'll be right back. <laughs> Give me a moment. Especially in like a fantasy. I'll be back. Movies. I'll be back in two hours. Just. Can, can we have this conversation? Like you Look, outside. I'm, I'm going to give you this this stone. I will take this stone. Ignore any strange noises on my end. I'll just tell you. I had a very strange experience with the professor at Purdue. We were talking. We're walking down the hallway and we're talking. Mm-hmm. Turns to the bathroom. He goes in the bathroom, and I stood there for a second. So you want do me to I follow? Do, him I, him do, do I, I go in? <laughs> Oh, that was weird. How did you navigate that? He kept talking, so I followed him. Oh. 
Yep. <laughs> I've seen that happen before. Hmm. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't about bathroom dynamics or anything. <laughs> no, I can't remember what it was. You never Lloyd talk Weber. in the bathroom. I don't know who it was. Lloyd Weber. He doesn't even teach there anymore. Hmm. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, look, it's just weird. Oh, there were oh, a lot of oh, weird things with Lloyd. I remember one like, time. Oh, you mean the bathroom lecture? Yeah, we fight. Coming into his office, and his graduate students had decorated everything with gummy penises oh, nice. all over his office, <laughs> and he proceeded to eat them. Well, sure. I mean, you're not going to waste them. What is gummies? Yeah. It's lots of sugar, though. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, so, our, so our friend Boz Redhag is over eager to share knowledge and collects teddy just, bears. I was gonna go with like just that's more a preference. It's not really okay. kind hearted or you know what I mean, like generous, hus- like yeah, hospitable. Yeah, hospitable. I like, I like that. that one. Yeah. Hospitable. If he's connected to tea leaf, that 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 like mm-hmm. runs in the family. He's the kind of professor who, like, when you come to see him for office hours, has a tea set. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <clears throat> hospitable has a tea set for for office visitors. Okay. Now, what is this NPC's ideal? Hmm. I mean, something based around knowledge seems to. And that's what I was thinking too. Pretty well. Yeah, pursuit of knowledge. There should be like an archive of a library of everything for everyone. A library, if you will, mm-hmm. put together one of these. A grand library. One of these libraries. Why hasn't anyone done this yet? <laughs> we can issue cards. They, they keep getting burned. No, a bond to the has ground. to do with, like, um, what ties you a, a specific person, right? Or, you know, ideally, or some kind of group, right? Specific thing. I, I figure it, it, it's like the, the idea of knowledge should be shared and gathered. Yeah, I'm looking through their list of bonds. They have one where it's like, knowledge, the path to power and self improvement is through knowledge. Is that bonds or is it it ideals? This is ideals. Okay. Yeah. They basically took all of the potential ideal choices and put them on one big list. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we can can go with knowledge for the ideal. So, knowledge, uh, the truth, should be... (laughs) The truth should be distributed equally. There you go. We'll never work in the Trump administration. (laughs) Good. We wouldn't like him if we did. (laughs) I mean, we are supposed to like this character. Yes. Is the new the new uh, leader of the High Council of Waterdeep? I'm Donald Neverember. I'm here. Yeah. This is why we moved to Cholt. You already Canada. have a wall. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't just go to Cholt. You're like, we're out of here. Right? <laughs> Fuck out. I would What's rather go. To, I literally grew up here. I'd rather go to a fucking jungle. <laughs> I'd literally. rather die in a jungle of some strange disease. So, so what is dinosaurs? What is this NPC's bond to us or to just in just general. its bond in general? Well, to build that library. He's, that's, that's, it seems a bit focused. Maybe a good time to spread out a little bit. Acquiring the knowledge and the wealth necessary to build the library. Well, 
Well, it's all about the equal distribution of knowledge, right? Isn't that what we decided? That's that's the ideal. Yeah. So what if that works into the bond? As it's well? not necessarily. It doesn't have to connect to the bond per se. Okay. Like here's here's one that says it is my duty to protect my students. Hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Maybe some of us are students in one way or students another. Students are former students, and that's why he's willing to help mm-hmm. us. Yeah. I'd probably be <clears throat> at least one student or former. Mm-hmm. The, the, the associate My, my students, former or otherwise, are always family. Ooh, there you go. Nice. That's a good twist. What is this NBC's flaw? Hmm... Irritable, <laughs> surly. <laughs> Can you be hospitable and surly? Yeah. You lived Just... in the south. <laughs> all people know that. They're not. They're, they're not surly. They're they're. Oh, so one of the people you say bless bless their heart though. Yeah. <laughs> that, that that I wouldn't classify as surly. That's like insidious. No. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's a land of shitty masks. Looking through the list, seeing if any stand out. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I mean, playing into what we already have. I can't keep a secret to save I, my I, life I, or anyone else's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I saw that okay. in the sage. Yep. That, that, that's when we're like, it, right? Okay. <laughs> you have to save my life or, or anyone else's. <laughs> Just. So into the idea that truth is the greatest good. Hey, have you heard this new artifact came in and it's like this massive doomsday artifact? I, I can imagine he's the kind of professor who's like sitting on the street talking and all the thieves go around to overhear what's new in the college. I just got in this. It's, it's, it's a rod and it comes in seven parts. <laughs> So, next question. Mm-hmm. How did this NPC die? Ah, oh, yes. no. Oh, come oh, on. There it is. We just spent all this time creating him and liking him. Exactly. That's why. That's why. Mm-hmm. Murdered by um, Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Damn it, Kevin. <laughs> I mean, let's make it a very painful, meaningless death. Right? That way we can't take revenge by autumn on something else, but it really just still fucking sucks. So what's the Chult's equivalent of drunk driving? Well, no, no, we're not in Chult, we're in Baldur's Gate. Oh, Baldur's Gate. So what, what about like an expedition accident, like mm-hmm. like an arc, like a... So, 12 Hear full me bookshelves. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear this whole thing before you say no. Okay, alright. Just so I can get the proper setup grounding for this one. So who here has heard of a little incident that happened in Boston known as the Molasses Flood? (laughs) I like it all. I can't say that I have. I figured this would be something I hear. So there was, yeah, the Great Molasses Flood of Boston um, was an actual incident in which a superheated container of molasses exploded out onto the streets and effectively horrifically murdered some near hundred people. Wow. Yeah. 
And this could actually be why Baldur's Gate no longer allows wagons to move through the city. It, it could be that. I, I could see anything along those lines of, like, hmm. legitimate industrial accident. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, like, a pressure problem. Probably. What did the molasses... T- when a steel tank of molasses ruptured in 1919... Uh, physics died. and neglect. Mm-hmm. That sounds like 1919. So, yeah. it, so it explodes and like people are hit with, um, I'm guessing, boiling hot molasses. molasses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that you can't run from molasses when you're in molasses. Yeah. You're, you're literally stuck. It's, it's just like flying everywhere. I'm, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm positive on this. It's interesting. But at the same time, mm. is it the kind of death that you want to contemplate when oh, you're in the no. middle of the jungle and go, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Well, that's why we went to the jungle. It's the to get away from there's, there's no, no molasses, molasses here. here. How, about, how about it's a mystery? He was murdered. Who knows why? Ah. That's not bad. It was an accident. accident? Ooh, yeah. I like the idea that it's reported as an accident. Okay. He accidentally read an explosive rune. <coughs> Suspicious accident. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what are the details of that accident? Was that at the university, or was he out on... I would imagine that'd be something connected to the university. Or so there's like a job site, though? Kind of a... Potentially, yeah. Something where was, like was... we would understand that that doesn't either seem like him... That didn't line up. Yeah, or it didn't seem like conditions he would oh. be in, perhaps? Oh. Like university, these uh, stuff beholder fell on him, <laughs> and it's it's There's large no enough mystery. to kill a man. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it it's could, like a he could have been on like an expedition. It's filled with rocks. A mysterious <laughs> accident. Stuffed, with, stuffed it with rocks. Doesn't specify what it's stuffed <laughs> with. It's stuffed with rocks. Ooh, like a cave. So yeah, mysterious expedition. Okay. But what we pick up on is the fact that like wherever they were going, there's no real like need for a linguist. Oh, there we There's go. There's no reason okay. he, was, he should have been yeah. there. Yeah. Which, who knows, maybe he did have a good reason to be there, but to us it doesn't make it, sense. It just doesn't ring true. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Suspicious accident cool on an expedition with no need of a linguist. Okay. No reported need. For a I mean, that's all part of it, yeah. <laughs> now, how was this NBC brought back to life? Oh boy! Mm. Oh, giving me emotional whiplash here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 be brought back to life. Inchult. This is before mm. the death yep. curse, which makes sense. Hmm? Reincarnation. Reincarnation, so he wouldn't remember his death, because that would solve the mystery if he just came back. And that said, does. Oh, by the that way, that does lead us to create a second NPC that he, he was formerly. <laughs> Unless, unless he just reincarnated the exact same body. He got lucky. Yeah. No, he's like the exact same person. He just got a different body and we rolled for it. Okay. He's a honey badger. <laughs> I mean, that's what we did in uh, Verlaine Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Well, we've already established that he's a half orc. So yeah. let's just but, instead of fiddling no. with that, let's just leave it at that. So what? Brought, um, did the university spring memory, for it? Did a lot of his. Um, <clears throat> students, students, yeah. Previous, uh, I like uh, unknown divine pitching. intervention. Divine intervention from who? Unknown, unknown. unknown. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay, so that's where he's trying to Mystery like look for 
who. So what you're telling me is one of the gods is like, I want him in my corner. Mm-hmm. How do I? How do I? How, 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 how? <laughs> I'd imagine that all the gods were like, oh, you don't fucking believe in me. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Believe in this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Explain coming back from the dead if you're so smart. Hmm. Okay, is that is that where is that where going? I mean, I, there's a sense of humor to it that I really enjoy, admittedly. <laughs> the sort of theological fuck you. Mm-hmm. Is <laughs> that, that, that what we want? Is that what we're done? Yes. I'm up for it. Yeah. Yeah. We're, sure. we're getting nods around okay. the table. Um, mysterious <laughs> divine intervention. Okay. The random name generator for shifters is absolute shit. Yeah, it's not. Good. Oh, is it just yeah, Kevin? No, it's just like. <laughs> Kevin would be better. Nature words, twig, like literally, twig is on this list. Well, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a fantasy thing. People are just named shit. But twig <clears throat> and whirl? Yeah, well, Stephen's character's name is Candle. Yeah, well, but, but that's a tabaxi. Then. Yeah, they're tabaxi. That makes sense. Yeah, but tieflings are named like charity. You see what I'm saying? Like it's it's not any just, more it's not any more ridiculous than any other name. I just I don't want to name my character Moss. Why not? Moss is, Moss cool. is cool. Who doesn't like Moss? We're not the, the IT crowd. crowd. From the yeah, IT yes, crowd. Exactly. Yeah. Get the hair and everything. <laughs> and you as your weapon you carry around a flaming fire extinguisher. <laughs> Someone call nine 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 oh one one eight nine 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 oh eight seven two five. I don't remember the whole number. It's like the twenty numbers long. Seven two five three. So the next question is, how did you all meet this NPC? I'm thinking former student. Yeah, I think former student is going to make the most sense. <laughs> Everyone's a former student. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all know more than one language, right? Yep. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> he taught me how to speak draconic. Ooh. Or yes, this character in a bad accent, but nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I won't be a former student. I'll be a, a professor in a different field. There you go. You were I, I was... Okay, so let's see. So Emmanuel, he'd be like my mentoring professor, professor Pierre, sponsor kind of thing. Tenured professor. Candle, Pierre Candle. Are you doing that as well, Rachel? What? Student. Former student. Uh, No, I was actually thinking that. I'm not sure I should be a former student either. Okay, well, make up your minds. <laughs> I was yeah, thinking that since I am a ghost walker and was also brought back, Ooh. that perhaps it was the support same group. The you same you met a, a, a resurrection support sure group. Okay. Um, you just woke up next to each other. How about I was on that <laughs> mysterious expedition with Ooh, him? That's good. And I like the idea that even you have no idea what killed him. Yeah. Like, he, he came back from the dead and he's still like, I don't know what killed me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> one thing I don't know. No. Driving me nuts. Manuel, you were hired to accompany <clears throat> the same expedition. Okay. And Lionel, 
colleague. Now, as a colleague of Baz's at the Citadel, Pierre, former student. Pierre. And same. And Campbell. Same. Student. Former student. Former student? Yeah. Yep. Probably spoke former. Anything special he taught you? Do we want to share Draconic? How, how to love? Sure. We were in the same class. <laughs> in the same how class, love. yeah. <laughs> so both of you learned Draconic. He had a special tea-making class. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. it was his, just his office hours. And he just, we just showed you want up. a credit for it? Yeah. We just showed up thinking it was a class. <laughs> and he's so hospitable, he went with it. Mm-hmm. He even got us credit for it. Mm-hmm. It's half a credit. But, I mean, Independent a credit. study. Yeah. I'm not even signed up to be at this college. <laughs> I just wandered in. I'm a student man. I have a 4.0 GPA. I don't know what happened. Going to be valedictorian. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be valedictorian. I've even filled out the application paperwork. It's a certificate. All right, so Robert, you're Eman- Emmanuel. Yeah. Emmanuel, E M M A N U E L L E. Lance Lionel, is that what yep. I heard? Lionel. Like Lionel Rich. L Y N O. Exactly like Lionel Rich. L I O N E L. I'm going to have to look up Lionel. L I O N E L. L I O N E L. Yeah, got that. R I T Leaf. As it sounds. You are Pierre. Pierre Delecto. Mitt Romney or somebody on his staff's idea of a human name. Follow me up Pierre Delecto. Is it like a pretty trolly Twitter? No, well, yeah, it was so he could uh, criticize Trump. Criticize, yeah. okay. And you are candle, candle in the night, in or the just day. candle to my friends, which does not include it. <laughs> of course not. And you are uh, Ruby. Oh, I thought you were you were doing a bit. And you are <laughs> which one are you? I'm sorry, Ruby. Ruby, would you have a last name? Nope. Nice. Sure don't. Just like Cher. Ruby Naname. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't think of a good shifter last name nope. who doesn't know her parents and grew up with a tiny little grandma, so I don't Aww. know. A tiny little grandma. Is <laughs> anyone growing up with like just a, just a like real a beefy grandma? <laughs> yeah, but not 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 a character. <laughs> just like small. My grandmother was a pit fighter. <laughs> She's mean, still fighting. Remember when the WCW was around? My grandmother was one of the leading superstars of the WCW. And Lycanthrop, and Lycanthrop uh, kin background, it suggests that mm. you don't know at least one of your parents. So sure. Like, Fuck it, I won't know either. Because yep. presumably one of them was a Lycanthrop. Yes, one of them was a shifter of some kind. Howled at the moon. Mm. Yep. Quite literally. Quite, yeah. I think you mean Bark at the moon. Bark at the moon. Bork, Okay. In what ways do the characters remain in... It's the last question. In what ways do the characters remain in contact with this NPC? Tea time. <laughs> Regular tea time? Regular tea time. Class is over. <laughs> is that, that just for you? or who's, who's, who's doing regular tea time? At least for me. 
I, I imagine I'm still sharing a lot of like stories and whatnot with him. It's regular tea time. What else? Hmm. We get together and talk philosophy. Ooh. Okay. Well, <laughs> move to Pittsburgh. <laughs> By <a> law. <laughs> he he Start a noise band. Philosophy with us. I guess I should write down this character. Boz? Yes, B A Z. Skags. Boz. I do like R I D and K G. R A. R I D. H A G. Before you could talk to him, he said through his rendition of Lido. We're going to be here a while. Should have just made him the Scat Man. I think that would have been better. Scat Man John? He's, by all accounts, an incredibly intelligent man. Terrible lecture because it's always just like. <laughs> Manuel talks philosophy with him. Okay. Lionel? Since I'm a colleague, I, I figure the way I keep it, I, I always. Meetings? Yeah, meetings. Emails? <laughs> meetings that could have been emails. Sending. Yeah. Lionel, yeah. I mean, you work at the same Faculty institute. meetings, of it, course. It's a lot of probably like the mentorship kind of keeping contact of like he's making sure I'm keeping up on my work okay so 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 you're like a you're like a junior teacher mm-hmm. so to speak yeah okay he's my like sponsor kind of thing that makes sense a lot of faculty do I imagine that we just became friends through our mutual experience of not being dead anymore <laughs> It's a support. Yeah, but group. how are you remaining <coughs> in contact with him? Like, in contact? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a support group, undead anonymous. <laughs> undead anonymous. Not undead anonymous. Not undead anonymous. <laughs> I mean, that, that happens yeah. enough, I think, in Faerun that you'd at least be able to get one group together. Oh, right? yeah. I used to be dead, now I'm not. I feel empty. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I mean, I just imagine whenever I'm in that part of the tea time? world, I would just, yeah, proceed in. Pop in. Okay. Frequent visitor. I mean, to be fair, it it's tea time plus something. It's always tea time. I mean, when, when you're you ever around, go, when you go in the office, that sounds like a T-shirt. It's always tea time. It's always tea time. <laughs> like a very British. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I need to plug in. Oh. One, two, three. Oh no! Yeah, uh, no candle. The, uh, yes, the port should be long enough so we have to go underneath it. Yeah, I'll we'll switch you out. I should be good probably for the rest of the day. Pierre, do you... Uh, we'll charge. Uh, I'll just say I do... Um, Steal things from his office? <laughs> well, yeah. Take his pens? Advisement. Like on. when he needs information, I'll go get it for him. Or oh, sure, yeah. He, he, he contracts some stuff out to you. Yeah, I'm like a contract... Uh, collector? Yeah. Pierre acts as info-gatherer. Info-gatherer. See, I want to go to that site, but I also want to go to that one. Can you go to one for me? <clears throat> I can't be at both places at once yet. Bullshit. So sorry. I, I, I don't I know the. <laughs> I don't know the simulacrum spell yet. I got weirdly really angry. If you, so. if you want to oh, run yeah. it through your chair, it wouldn't mess with your. Yeah, you can probably do it back around. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. that works. I guess the pupper who, who ate through the cord isn't here, so you're safe no, yeah, on that. I can keep an eye on him. Because Francis isn't here, so. Yeah. 
he likes to nibble. Okay. So, before we move on, is that, has everybody got their their stuff together? Their mm -hmm. character and everything? So. Got their mm -hmm. details and so on? Well, then we should roll for fortune, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Roll a d20. Roll a d20. Three. Three. Five. Five. Six. Six. Oh. Sixteen. Hey. hey. Sorry, I'm coming. I'm just very hungry. That's not an excuse. <laughs> Uh -oh. How dare I eat food? Food is always an excuse. Okay. It's so good though. If it's in front of me, I'm going to eat it. What? Just wondering what it was. Do you want some? No. Okay. Ten. Hmm. Technically a red. <gasps> Can I have my proficiency bonus? <laughs> no. Unfortunately, proficiency does not help with the vicissitudes of fate. Or fortune, I should say. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm lucky, technically, right? As I have. Well, if you roll the one, you got to re-roll that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so not not a great... Nope. Not a great start. I've seen that set up before. And actually, you were lucky, because you were the only one who got good fortune. Yeah. He's always lucky. <laughs> yep. I, I have been very lucky. Luck of the tea leaves. For the past, like, six months. Well, it, it's been longer than that. No, like, I was I was rethinking. I'm like, no, more like a year and a half. It's, it's been at least since Alexei's gone. I don't imagine the luck of the tea leaves is really all that lucky because what do you... Essentially, you're, you're moist in a discarded bag. <laughs> you know? Moist is never good. You never want to be described as moist. <laughs> he was. <laughs> I knew him well, Horatio. He was moist. <laughs> Constantly submerged. That's a different type of Shakespeare going on there. Okay. <laughs> All right. The past several days, the talk of the streets and taverns of Baldur's Gate. Uh, has all been about the so-called death curse. A wasting disease afflicting everyone who's ever been raised from the dead. Victims of this death curse grow thinner and weaker each oh, day, see. slowly but steadily sliding toward the death they once denied. And when they finally succumb, they can't be raised, and neither can anyone else regardless of whether they've ever received that miracle in the past. Temples, scholars of divine magic, are all at a loss to explain this curse that has affected the entire region and possibly the entire world. So there you are. It's a warm, muggy afternoon in Baldur's Gate. You all find yourselves outside of a modest shrine uh, in procession, bearing a coffin. Inside is your beloved friend, Boz Bridak. Not again. You unfortunately saw, over the last few days of his life, this same wasting away, this thinning of the body, weakening of the, the spirit and the soul, uh, that eventually led to his death. And now you know, despite what was once miraculous, divine intervention, 
doesn't seem that any of that is coming now. Um, here you are in the funeral procession leading the coffin to the open grave and it seems to you like this death curse is is truly a force to be reckoned with. If even the gods' wills are denied in this way, you know, what, what hope do any of us have to, to avoid it? Right. So you bear the coffin slowly but surely as a light rain falls uh, to the gravesite. There are some um, funereal workers nearby who take the coffin from you and lower it slowly via ropes into the ground. And they begin to cover the coffin with sanctified dirt. The cleric attending uh, approaches each of you in a clump nearby the, the, the gravesite and asks each of you to give a short eulogy of the deceased. And he gestures to a, a small uh, podium, essentially, that's been set up at the head of the grave um, for people to address the modest crowd, amongst whom you see several former students, several current teachers at the Citadel of Elevated Aims, and uh, some people who you simply don't recognize, uh, city folk who knew him in some way. So, who steps up first? First up there. Okay. Now this eulogy, you can make it as... The cleric asked to keep it sort of relatively short because mm -hmm. there are quite a few people who are going to say some words about Boz. Um, but basically just give us a give us a memory of, of Boz and tell us how that affected you and how you feel. Well, I knew Boz like the majority of you. I'm kind of pointing towards the students. knew Boz. By his uh, open office hours and his great lectures. He's a man who would tell you the finer points and inflections of the draconic language, and I guess that's a part that will be with all of us as we move forward. He will continue to be with us in how we speak to one another. There's a, a sense of a kind of an affirmative muttering and some <clears throat> light applause. Uh, who's next up? I'll go. Okay. Lionel? Oh, great. What was his name? Okay. Who <laughs> 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 this man? <laughs> Push him in the grave! <laughs> Speak up! <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> I'm here to honor my good friend. I have a like, look at the tombstone. What's his name again? Roz Shitwag. <laughs> Beloved janitor at the Citadel. He was a mentor to me. I remember the first successful research expedition I came back. He celebrated with me with much great happiness and joy. He seemed more happy than I was about the success. 
I just wish I could be happy. The amount of knowledge that he has spread to all of you and the new life that he brings and his shared knowledge. Let's step down. You might pause. Did he say Roz? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the janitor. <laughs> okay. um, Alright, I'll, I'll go. I'll make my right, Pierre. Uh, Boz uh, was my... Dumb to drink. My teacher. He was my employer. He was my friend. And... Obviously, the uh, the impact, the, the number of lives that he's impacted is uh, reflected in the number of people here today. But the knowledge that he taught us all will enable him to live on. That's very Mom's plan. Next. Okay. You asked for it. You gotta go after me now. <laughs> That's cool. I'm trying to follow that. Up. Try to follow that. Ah, <laughs> uh, boys. I remember back on that faithful expedition, the first time I tried to sleep with him. <laughs> The first time we had sex. And he was flabbergasted, the poor man, and uh, politely declined. And the crowd at the funeral was sort of like there's some light muttering going on. <laughs> and uh, we taught each other much about hedonism and uh, proper uh, desirable states. And he showed me how knowledge can bring that about. I'll always remember that about him and be thankful for my time with him. You, you step down from the the podium and you hear what is clearly a very hesitant <laughs> people really like, uncertainly, like, nervously like one person is like, I knew it. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys remember anything about this character. Nope. <laughs> I remember now. And finally Ruby. I knew Boz for a much shorter time. Thank you, Leon. Most of you in attendance. It's <laughs> part of the crowd. Yeah, Leon's morning. Beautiful. <laughs> but that does not mean I cared for him any less. I hope that he is peaceful now, although he was taken, in my opinion, far too soon. Yeah. Done. Step away. Again, there's some, some affirmations, some light applause. And then you see the uh, cleric uh, take his place again at the podium and delivers a, a what is a somber but, but meaningful service. Short, uh, recounting some, some details of Boz's life and, again, the impact that he had on both his students and on the city of Baldur's Gate at large. The advancement of knowledge on the Sword Coast... Um, and as the last uh, bit of sanctified dirt is put in place and uh, the grave is um, sealed over, um, you see the lot of the, uh, the attending mourners. Uh, they bow their heads. There is a moment of uh, silence, if somebody will let that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a moment of silence, and then the lot of them begin dispersing uh, back uh, towards the, uh, the interior of Baldur's Gate, leaving the rest of you, the five of you, uh, 
in a sort of a, a small a small clump uh, at the outskirts of the gravesite. We're almost closer than we ever realized. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Stop ruining my ambiance, Leon. <laughs> what is it, dude? Is he ruining it or is he accentuating it? I think it's, it's ruining it. It's a funeral. <laughs> I think it's ruining Somebody wailing at a funeral. It's just, He's, he that's what you like, always what? want in a funeral. Somebody he wants to play, though. wailing and gnashing their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Bring you know, he, me the toy, He just toy needs to throw bastard. himself on the coffin. Oh, of course. <laughs> and we'll Come bury on. him with <laughs> So a lot of you are there um, in this in this what I promise is a somber moment. <laughs> Would you like me to play him with peanut butter? I'd, I'd like you to toss it over the window. <laughs> no. I'd like that you is... to defenestrate him. Like... No, that is your dog, and he loves yes, you. Yes, ply him with peanut butter. Do something. <laughs> Do you still have that... that, that Band as a muzzle, as a makeshift muzzle. So, approaching the five of you, you can see um, cutting off, sort of separating themselves from the main uh, from the main group of mourners that are now dispersing uh, is a both. Dressed in uh, sort of a morning garb, you know, the, the appropriate sort of formal clothing. Uh, one is a, what looks like a female sun elf. Uh, older, you, you notice the sort of visible signs of aging, so, you know, um, considerably older than your average elf, probably mm. two or three centuries old. Yeah. Um, but dressed in the noble finery of a, of a, a northerner, of a northern Faerunian. Um, and beside her, you see another figure um, in a heavy black hooded cloak, which is strange given the temperature and the, the weather lately. Um, the cloak has, has, a, has uh, some embroidery around the hood, a sort of a gold thread that's been put in a kind of a geometrical pattern around the edge of the hood. And this figure is wearing a full, full-face silver mask, featureless. The two of them approach you, and the sun elf um, offers her hand to each of you. And as she does so, she says, "A beautiful ceremony. It's it's clear your your friend meant a lot to you. Indeed, yes. you have my condolences." cutting into the conversation you hear coming from the masked figure a dry cracky rasping voice there's a chance the deceased soul and countless others can be saved if you act quickly we might even be able to bring them back to life and you can save those still living with the curse as well yours burped up you can break a curse so strong that the gods cannot. Romalia hears that and looks over at Sindra with a kind of uh, a look that seems to indicate maybe not the best opener in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and then looks back at you and she says, Well, we, we're certainly going to try. My name is Romalia. Uh, 
Romalia Haven Tree. You may know me um, from my work in Waterdeep. Uh, I am one of the, um, well, I believe the last journal article called May a Mover and Shaker in, the, in, in Waterdavian politics. Top 30 under 30. <laughs> <laughs> Top 30 under 300. Does elves just break it every time? I am leading a task force from a group you may have heard of, the Harpers. The Harpers, we all, are interested in uncovering just what is causing this death curse. Now, our initial information leads us to believe that it's similar to the magic a lich uses to feed its phylactery. Based on that information, we believe a lich should be able to trace the source of this death curse. That's where I hope the lot of you come in. Sindra? And you, you she looks at the silver-masked um, person, and the voice says, Malia and the group of harpers are planning on raiding the lair of a lich you may have heard of, Zaldara Cordress. You may know her by her fearsome nickname, the Duchess of Rot. If you're not familiar, she lives in a, a black tower 50 miles south of the city in the Cloakwood. Zaldara, Z A L. D-A-R-A Cordress C-O-R-D-E-S-S Countess of Rot? Duchess. Duchess of Rot. You can't go calling it Duchess of <laughs> <laughs> Romalia and this force no. of harbor agents plan to Yeah, but I think Countess is also for Marquis. To force the Duchess to provide us. County is for a county, Duke is for the intelligence that we need. Duke controls multiple counties. Right. What I'm saying is, Duchess goes for both. Do I know anything about the Harpers? Roll me a <coughs> intelligence I'm check. I'm from Colt. Cholt. I don't know if, like. You're literally from Cholt? Yeah. You might still know. I mean, literally they're. Born and like, grew up there. Well, then you would be in someone, one of the few, like, Populated area, so yeah. if you happen to live anywhere near Port Yanzara, like that's a big bustling place. People go in back and forth. So just make an intelligence check and see what see what you know. Nothing. I mean, I'll throw a history. You got a zero. I got a two. Okay. I'll throw a history at it. See what I yeah, know about. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, that's not a bad start. Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. You know that the Harpers um, are a sort of... They're a known secret, right? Mm-hmm. They're sort of semi-secretive. They, they don't necessarily make themselves known in the public space, um, but it's no, it's no surprise that they exist. They're an organization that preserves history, uh, promotes good, and tries to keep a kind of running balance between civilization and nature. Um, they uh, are a group that um, functions out of Waterdeep 
and is comprised of um, people of, generally speaking, a, a good alignment of all kinds, um, who are interested in sort of promoting good in the world. Like they are as close to a, um, a, a sort of the platonic ideal of a good organization as could be. Not to say that there aren't issues with, hmm. you know... Certain agents. Certain agents being corrupt or certain activities being, you know, morally questionable in the, in the grand sense of things. But they try to do yep. good in large quantities. And they try to do so both through political action and through um, sort of operations like this. Have you worked with the professor in the past? Who are you asking about? Probably uh, not her. For the <coughs> the, the sun elf or the one with the mask? Probably the one, the sun elf. Okay, yeah, Romalia. Yeah. No, um, this is the first time. This is the first time I'm hearing of uh, um, Mr. Ridhag's death. Uh, he is but one of many that uh, that I and the rest of my, well, not my organization, but the rest of the Harpers have have cataloged in the past few ten days, and uh, we are as concerned as you about this curse sweeping our land. We knew the lot of you based on our reconnaissance, we'll say. Nothing insidious, mind you, but we have to do our homework before we approach anyone. You seem to be capable individuals, and we need someone of, of your abilities, of your stature, or lack thereof, frankly, to accomplish this. It's a little, like, light brown with a white belly weasel pops out of my hood up on the shoulder. Ah, Shadow Council's at it again. I'm just, like, quickly, like, stuffing it back <laughs> into the hood. <laughs> I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't call ourselves a Shadow Council. We are more of a, a subtle organization. Shadow implies some some darkness there, which I like to think our light dispels. Nonetheless, uh, Syndra has given you sort of the basic details. We want to force this lich to cooperate with us in tracking the source of the death curse. Now, you may know, of course, that liches are notoriously disagreeable. We have a plan to force her hand. Wizards under our employ used uh, the, uh, the magic of scrying to determine just what and where, uh, just what is and where uh, Zaldara's phylactery is. It turns out that it is her spellbook. <laughs> From what we understand, it is a tome, unfortunately grisly, bound in some kind of humanoid skin. It is locked in a vault in her cellar, deep within her tower. What I need of the lot of you is to act as a small infiltration force. While myself and our harbor agents mount a main assault of the tower to distract her, to weaken her and her creatures, you will infiltrate the tower make your way into the cellar, recover her phylactery, and then we will rendezvous nearby and begin a dialogue 
with Zaldara, while we have the upper hand. One question. Just one. <laughs> Surprisingly, yes. Uh, liches are well known for at least considered evil. Indeed they are. You consider yourself a good organization. Indeed we are, yes. So the lich will be destroyed at the end of this? The lich will be... I am not so much of an idealist to believe that this encounter will go all according to plan. What I can say is that the Harpers will do their best to, to weaken, to remove the power from this lich, and to provide the citizens of Baldur's Gate and the Sword Coast the security that this lich, even if she wanted to terrorize, to terrorize them, she would lack the agency to do so. Syndra, with the silver mask, speaks up again. So far, uh, you may not know very much about Saldara because she is not an aggressive lich. We have seen many uh, of these evil creatures in the past, and they have uh, they have moved into territory. They have sent their their minions, their creatures, to terrorize, to take hold of land and, and resources. But she seems to have some kind of a, a detente or some kind of understanding with the people of Baldur's Gate and the Sword Coast. If we leave her alone, she will leave us alone. Unfortunately, the <coughs> urgency of the death curse leaves us very few options. How long do you have? It is unknown. So we're going to poke the bear. Indeed. Yes. Well, more accurately, we will poke and goad the bear while you sneak under its legs and recover the uh, pot of honey, to finish the metaphor. Could have gone a lot of different ways under the legs, so the money will go with. I understand that this is an emotional time for you. That this is a time of mourning. But also this is a time of urgency, of danger, and of I believe, if I have read each of you correctly time of civil service. Take some time to think about it. And please let me know as soon as you can via one of our, our Harper agents. I will have one shadowing you. <laughs> just to just to recover information, not to not to snoop. Weasel pops out, does the like And I will not offer you this merely as a a desperate gambit. It will also compensate you in some way. The Harpers are are an organization that, that benefits its members and its allies. I can offer each of you, if you decide to take this mission, 
one potion of healing for each of you up front, and 500 gold pieces as a completion reward. So not only will you be helping your fellow beings uh, in combating this death curse that we all suffer from, but you will also line your pockets as well. Here's the catch. Because of the urgency, we need to leave the city tomorrow. So don't take too long to consider. You can have my answer right now. I'll go. She nods. It's a deep nod. Thank you. I'm in. And you? What of the Lich's library? Well... From what I understand, from what our, our wizards, our informants, have told me, the most valuable portion of her library is the phylactery itself, acting as a spellbook. As long as we have some kind of control or um, force over this particular spellbook, uh, she is not able to conjure the same amount of power uh, that she normally would. And it's a threat that I believe, given the spellbook slash phylactery's removal, that uh, the Harpers can have. Now you're welcome to, if in the course of your infiltration, you find certain artifacts, certain texts that you find valuable to you, useful to you. Well, we do not condone stealing, but we also don't condone being a lich. So you can understand our our need to look aside at those things. If anything I find out, it will probably be donated to the university. I think that's a fine idea. Can we count on, on your... I will go. Excellent. What about the rest of you? Are you ready to answer now, or do you need time to contemplate? We're probably going to need a little bit of time to weigh poking the bear with the safety of the people here. You see, you, you hear Syndra in the mask. Speak up. Now, the tower being in the Cloakwood, I'm not sure how familiar you are with the geographical layout of the Sword Coast, but the Cloakwood and the tower itself, 50 miles away from Baldur's Gate. You're looking at a three-day journey, and uh, it is far enough away from the city that <coughs> that the citizenry will be spared. There, won't, there should not be, I should say, any, uh, any innocent uh, bystanders in, in the course of our battle. It should be in a remote area in the Cloakwood, only the Harpers, and the Lich's forces. Unless if we don't pin her down, and then, since we broke the non-aggression, she retaliates. That is entirely possible. That's the worry. Just something I need time to think about. Stuff to wear big name tags that say Harper on them. <laughs> I suppose she shouldn't be seeing us. She should be seeing the Harpers attacking her. That is the plan. Ideally, she will not know that you even exist, much less are there inside her tower. I suppose this is going to happen whether I'm there or not. Seems as much. 
Alright. You'll join us. Yeah. Yeah. Forgive me, Ramalia, if you'll continue. <laughs> and you see her sort of you see this figure double over a little bit and begin to walk away and, and, and steady herself on a nearby gravestone. You'll have to forgive Syndra, as you've already surmised. She is one of our unfortunates, suffering from the wasting away of, of the death curse. She has a very personal stake in, uh, in our solving this little problem. <coughs> Well, what does your weasel think? <laughs> Something you don't hear every day. <laughs> B does a fairly good job of looking after my uh, self-interests when focused elsewhere. So the weasel kind of pops up. I'm just kind of taking in the whole... Pop goes the weasel? Yeah. <laughs> if if you will. <laughs> I just look at your weasel and kind of like nod. Well, the other have... person covered in fur. Mm. <laughs> So I can tell you B is most definitely against it. However, at this point I see no reason why I should not join. If somebody else is already going to be poking the bear, or more people there, hopefully we'll make sure it is a success and that no harm falls the citizens here for the Harpers and our decision. I agree. I, I must make it clear, I, I don't wish to strong-arm either of you. I understand it is, it is a manipulation to approach you here uh, at, the, at the funeral of a friend, but I do so only to drive home just how important it is that we track and eliminate the source of this death curse. We're all threatened. We all can end up like Mr. Riddick. It's an existential threat for all of us. And so it, it heartens me to know that you all have, are willing to lend your arms in service of us. A much easier decision to make if we weren't prodding a lich beforehand. Well, there... Uh, there is no profit without bravery. Now then, here is the, uh, the plan. You'll need to get to the cloakwood. Luckily, we have already uh, acquired the means to do so. You'll make your way to the docks district tomorrow morning, bright and early. You will board a keelboat uh, docked there called the Diviner. The Diviner is uh, currently operated by one of our agents, uh, a man named Colbrax. Colbrax will provide you some support. He will operate the vehicle and will also uh, direct you to the food and water stores on board, which will provide for you on the three-day journey down the Sword Coast. You'll be heading not to the Cloakwood itself, necessarily, but to a seaside cave nearby, from which you will make your way underneath to an entry of the tower not well known. Hmm. Trying to avoid traps? 
Trying to avoid the eyes of the lich. Trying to avoid the, obs- the observation of the lich, yes. And o- obvious movements along any major roads. As soon as you land there, um, Cobrax will help you set up. You will move your way across the shore, up into uh, that seaside cave, and into Saldara's Tower, where you will then infiltrate, take the spellbook, and then return to the Diviner, where Colbrax will then teleport you to me. And we'll have our little conversation with the Duchess of Rod. Is that clear? Makes sense. <clears throat> Again, my thanks to each of you. If we are successful, this is but one step on the journey to recovering our loved ones and preventing others from falling to the same fate. Thank you. I'll, I'll take my leave of you now. And again, my condolences. She uh, turns and uh, goes to uh, the hunched-over form of Sefsendra, who is still sort of unsteadily uh, um, with a hand on the gravestone, just sort of keeling over slightly. Um, Romalia makes her way over, grabs her by the shoulders, and, and helps her up, and the two of them walk and leave the gravesite. So I guess I'll see the lot of you at the docks tomorrow, then. Sounds like it. Unless if you wish for tea beforehand. Well, the usual place is closed, unfortunately. You know another location. Well, the set's still there. I could continue the tradition. A bit morbid on today, but perhaps another day, if that would be more fitting. The uh, funeral is transitioning into a, the salsa dancing contest. I thought, I, I thought I mentioned that. They're very quickly just clearing out all the all the stuff. And... Yeah, they had to share the venue, so oh, yeah. it's, the it's Baldur's Gate. There's like there's so much going on. So um, you're now ready. You've got your you've got your briefing from Amalia. You've agreed to to take this operation on. So what's your what's your next move? Um, because you leave on the diviner tomorrow morning, and it's still the afternoon. So, you got a little bit of time if you want to try to get a hold of any um, uh, any uh, supplies or any resources or anything. You've got people you need to contact. You need to get your affairs in order just in case you just in case you don't make it. <laughs> if I die, I, I'm, t- I, I'm, I'm everything goes to my weasel. Writing to everything. the department of like sabbatical. I'm going to take some vacation days. Going on research trip. I hope it'll be approved when I come back. I'm researching the causes of, of halfling death <laughs> among people who stormed the cloak. Very small sample size. Okay. It's going to end up with biased research. Okay. Mm. Very biased. So, any any preparations, any plans <clears throat> before we move on to tomorrow? I don't have any money. That's right. So, no. Yeah. So that... You no could, potion. you could like sell an organ, sell your body. Yeah, I was also dead and brought back to life. No one wants them. Mm. That doesn't mean that they're still dead. I <laughs> think your organs are still I'm just dead because inside. I'm not suffering from the death curse doesn't mean I my organs will take out my body. So I'm good. Okay, which I've decided not to tell anyone else. <laughs> oh, of, of yeah. course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, 
you're luckily enough since you died and came back to life you're in the early stages of like you're not really showing very many symptoms you're not showing well, I'm symptoms I'm a ghost walker they didn't say anything about like actually having the ghost sickness yourself you were brought back to help restore order so are them. you are you the thing is do you have a corporeal form technically do you have a soul Unclear. <laughs> well, that's a question for all of us. Yeah, <laughs> if you if you've got one or more of those things, the death should have real effect. You see what I'm saying? Okay, it just didn't say anything about it. Like, okay, you have the death curse. You will lose this. Well, that's because it's not. It doesn't have to do with tomb of annihilation. That's a separate yeah, that, thing. But in the context of tomb of annihilation, since you died and came back, okay, your current form is wasting away from the death curse. Cool. That's fine. So you got that going for you. So you got that. <laughs> Which ain't great. <laughs> okay. Any preparations? Any any things bought? So I can any? buy a breastplate for ten gold. It would be a hell of a deal. <laughs> yeah. Hell of a sale. Yeah. Probably not the kind you want to wear. No. <laughs> if it, it would be it would be a breastplate. Literally, it'd be made out of chicken breasts. <laughs> I'm invincible. The cloak of salmonella. <laughs> <laughs> Formerly worn by Lady Gaga. I think you mean Super Salmonella. Everything's super. Yeah. I I think at this point, like, yeah, I came on the night, looks up the ladder and goes, well, I plan to spend a good part of today wandering around town and seeing if I can catch whoever's following after me. But aside from that bit of fun, I don't know if any of you have any other plans. Well, if you want to set up like a trap... Like a two-person scheme. Not necessarily a trap. Merely to attempt to best them. It's not we'll find them. out, but lose their trail. Make it clear that that you know that they know that well, you know. <laughs> if, if there's no sort of important business, then we no. move on to nothing for me. All right. Spend an evening trying to lose the people following you. Yes, for date and evening, I'll just help out at the local clinic. To get checked for... No. <laughs> Super Seminole? <laughs> Super Cephalus? No. Yeah. I, oh, it's Emmanuel again. Yeah. <laughs> no, I work there. Yep. Okay. Keep right. those records up to date. <laughs> so you, you the, have the a... vaccination? You have a notion firsthand from people coming in that, like... Of the wasting curse. Of seeing this wasting act of the, of the death curse and, like, being really just... You're really just helping them to have a comfortable end. Uh, So it's been particularly traumatizing to you. Okay, so the following morning at the Docks District, you see, sure enough, a a unremarkable but um, fairly well-built keelboat. Um, You can see that uh, at the helm, uh, a keelboat is a like a large sort of single flat mast. kind of boat that they kind of use on a It's got a single mast. Um, does it require rowing? I don't think so. It does not require rowing. It's got two sails. It's got the front and the side sail. Here's an example of... I will send you a picture. Because I thought those were kind of, kind of the Viking season. Sometimes those are rowing. I mean, I'm sure you could always you can always row on a boat, <laughs> yeah. but but for that added oh. speed, so I have okay. to wear okay. polo shirts and mm-hmm. yes. shorts, and obviously drink wine. Talk about how my dad's a lawyer. Yes, yeah. okay. 
Win the America's Cup. So, yeah, you see this This was well-made, but again, it's unremarkable. There doesn't seem to be any livery. There doesn't seem to be any like markings on the side of the boat. It's very nondescript. You can see on board, uh, at, at the helm, um, adjusting the, the sail rigging, uh, is a, what looks like from this distance, anyway, probably a halfling, maybe a gnome. You have to get closer to realize just how... Just how tall this guy is. Uh, a male halfling, probably. Um, dressed in, in leathers and clutching a pipe between his teeth. Okay. Approach. I the, uh, the gang, the, the plank, the gangplank, the, whatever that is. Yeah. The gangplank's down, so you can walk up onto the... Uh, Get on, on the plank. Are you Calibrax? You see him? Remove the, the the pipe from his lips, his teeth. Uh, that's right. Who are you? I'm Candle, and uh, well, I think this is the rest of the uh, expedition. Expedition, you say? Uh, you'll forgive me, but uh, you have a, a certain uh, password to say, don't you? Like, just literally turn around on the plank and look at everybody else. <laughs> I don't recall a password. Lich? That's not a bad one. It's probably Harper. We're here to poke the bear. You see... You see poke Col- the bear? You see, Col- you see Colbrack sigh and then take a long drag of, of the pipe. And it's ex- exhaling this plume of smoke. He's, Again, I don't know how many times I tell these harpers to set up a password system because anyone can just walk up and say, hello, I'm here for the thing. And then suddenly we get on the thing and I get my throat slit in the middle of the ocean. Ooh, that'd be rough. I promise not to slit your throat. It's clear yeah. enough that you lot are... The fact that we didn't know about a password. With, with Romalia, you're here for the... Death well, of rock and all that. <laughs> the suicide mission, let's be honest. <laughs> That's a good uh, <laughs> But uh, I'm glad you're with us, and uh, well, we'll leave as soon as you're able. So uh, step aboard and uh, make sure you've got your things with you, because we've got a long <coughs> journey. We've got a long journey to take. Half the backpack. All right, we're ready to go. You managed to get your uh, time off. You just put in, did you? Well, if, if it's not approved, then I'll say it's work-related. I'll say a prayer for the paperwork. If, if if I bring something back for the university, they'll be ecstatic and forget everything about it. Probably. At least that's how it worked for the professor. So you looking to steal something. We're not grave robbers. Uh, well, technically she's undead. Is it a grave at that point? It's not really a grave. It's her home. So it would be stealing. All right. Well, by accounts of uh, Baldur's Gate law, it would be breaking and entering. But she's a lich. <laughs> Let's be fair. Yeah, but she isn't. Oh, I'm sorry. We're going to prosecute you for stealing a, a clay urn from the world's greatest murderer. Well, let, let, let's put it this way. we I got permission from the new landlord. We'll be the harbors. So... Ideally, that's right. Yes. Ideally, we'll uh, take control of the property, if you will. 
So it's eminent domain then? It seems. Don't don't try to work out all the details. Can I just like take my backpack and like go down, <laughs> and I'm, I'm done. There's a very small. It's not a lot of. That's cool. a very small sort of under space under the deck. Just don't want to talk about legal definitions yeah. anymore. <laughs> right, and on that note, I think we should set off. We have three days ahead of us. Make sure that uh, underneath uh, where your uh, your friend went down. Mm-hmm. As uh, food and water plenty for the lot of us for the three days. And, uh, well, uh, if the weather gets rough, we're going to have to bunker down down there. As, as you can see, there's not a lot of support up here. We went for a, a modest, uh, nondescript vessel, so that we look like just another group sailing along in the sword coast. I really want to make sure I got the good bunk. <laughs> right. You see him clap his hands together put his, uh, his pipe back into his teeth and he undoes the uh, the rope uh, uh, attachment to the dock and makes sure that that is he throws that on, on board takes his uh, place at the helm and unfurls the sails and you can see that they fill with wind and he begins to pilot himself out of the docks district and into the greater sea of swords just kind of like standing on the boat Hands on hips, not sure what to do. <laughs> All right, who gets seasick? <clears throat> no idea how to boat. All right, everybody roll constitution <laughs> saves. Uh-huh. Are you serious? I seem to be fine. I'm fine. I got 21. 19. 15. 13. 3. <laughs> you unfortunately... <laughs> You can even vomit over the rails. You've been out in the sea for about 20 minutes. <laughs> and you quickly feel this, like, roiling, churning thing in your in your stomach. You're, you're not sure if it's what you previously ate or the motion of the boat, but uh, you're, you're having a bad time. A bad gastrointestinal time. I see this. Can, can I fix this with my lay-on hands? Yeah, it's a. I would think it's a condition. condition. Yeah, you could. <laughs> so, so, you see, so you see Lionel looking a, a, a little pale, a little green or... Around the, uh, the, the halfling gills, <laughs> as halflings are known to have. <laughs> yeah. You'll feel better. Thank you, Ken. <laughs> you instantly <laughs> do feel better. <laughs> ah. That'll be a lesson to you, not to say things like that. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, otherwise the saving throws come out. I kind of assumed you were going to make us do it anyway, to be honest oh, with I you. Oh, I see. The next time I won't. Keep you on your toes. <laughs> so you make your way uh, out of the Sea of Swords, and you start sailing along the Sword Coast. Um, your three-day journey uh, passes by relatively uneventfully, uh, thankfully due to the again, the nondescript nature of the vessel and the relatively good um, conditions out at sea and the weather in the season, um, you're able to make a good time. Uh, at Towards the um, late afternoon on day three, um, you begin making your way uh, towards what looks like a, a small cliff face uh, along the coast. And you see, um, as you are making your way forward, just a minute here. Loading. Loading. Yeah. <laughs> so the wind here seems to blow. It seems to be the wind has gotten a little colder 
which is unusual because you're in the middle of the summer season. Um, you can see the treetops of the nearby cloakwood along the along the cliff face are sort of uh, moving and swaying in a kind of a gentle way. Um, Colbrax steers the boat alongside what looks like a rocky shoreline and um, uh, leaps off and it's, he's, with the size of the boat and the shore he's able to just hop off and tie the boat off on a nearby sort of sturdy jutting rock from the from the sands and then he, he points to what looks like there's just a certain amount of structure poking out from the top just above the top of the forest tree line you see this this black jagged um, geometrical figure looks something like a cross between a a king's crown and a dome mm. feature uh, you, you see this sort of all these angles and it 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 doesn't look to be it doesn't look constructed so much as it looks grown in the sense of the the kind geometry of like, and everything like that. Kind of like, like the Roman Orthodox kind of like bulbs, but yeah, it feels spikes. it looks organic and, and angular in a way that that doesn't tell doesn't immediately speak to you as architecture. But nonetheless, you can see that poking out from the from the trees. You see Colbrax point to it, and he says, "Saldara, we're close." At least we're in the right location. You see that. You see, as you make your way down the beach, you see this small cliff, ten feet high, rising up from the rocks. Um, you can see, of course, the trees and the, the little bit of, of Zaldara's tower po- poking out. Mm-hmm. He motions for you to, to come with him, grabbing your equipment off of the boat and, and, and to follow him. The ocean okay. is, is bitter cold as mm-hmm. you're trying to sort of wade your way onto the shore. You see Colbrex move forward. Chest high. <laughs> to the cliff face. He touches it, and he begins muttering something. It sounds to your ears like some kind of incantation. As he does, you see that the cliff wall parts just a bit and reveals a stone stair going upwards into darkness. Speak for the At that time... As soon as he opens the door, he turns to speak to you. You hear the sound of a war horn blast. <laughs> this bleat. Um, and you know that uh, that, uh, based on what Colbrax told you over the journey, the is Romalia's horn sounding the harpers to begin their assault on the tower. Colbrax right. sees this and says, uh, All right, good luck. Be quick. Meet me back here when you're done. Yes. Did we figure out if Colbrax is a halfling or a gnome? He's a halfling. <laughs> oh, sorry. He is specifically a light foot halfling. Ah, okay. Oh, I should probably show you what uh, our friend Col- Colbrax looks like. <laughs> That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I'd be sad if I couldn't tell if he was a <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would I'm, be. I'm getting gnome vibes, but I can't be sure. <laughs> you find, like, a pile of money in the in the bottom of the boat. So Maybe you know. So that's Colbrax. That's a lot of leather. A lot of belts. That is a lot of belts. King Shane. But a really cool headband. Mm. This Romalia Haven tree. Looks like an elf. Mm-hmm. That's Sun Elf look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this, though the mask is not right, is 
Syndra, who you later learn from uh, Colbrax, is a retired adventurer named Syndra Sylvain. Mm-mm. That that does ring a bell. Imagine the the cloak yeah. being the hood being black, with some embroidery, and that mask being completely featureless, like straight silver. Okay. I mean, it is a cool. Design. No details. <laughs> it's a cool picture, but unfortunately, yeah. yeah. So there's there's no there's no facial features. It's just like imagine a they like have the, this like the leper kind. of... They have this thing in acting called yeah. a neutral mask or something, mm-hmm. which is just like yeah, just blank. Okay. It's like plaster. Silver. Mm. That's why it's anti. Man in iron mask type. All right, so this staircase leading up into darkness is before you. You can see that there's no light coming from inside. Um, it, it's it's about three o'clock in the afternoon, and so there's there's plenty of light left, but you can see that it's starting to to fade away. Um, so Colbrax uh, has said to work with haste. Based on what he's told you over the, over the journey, you know that the faster you work. And the sooner you get this phylactery and get out, mm-hmm. the less likely Harper casualties are going to get to a point where they have to retreat. Okay. In which case, that's bad for everyone involved. Yes. So you see Callbrax, he, he wishes you good luck, rushes back to, to the boat, and you see him um, park himself on a nearby rock next to the, um, the, the, the beached, I say beach, but that's not quite right, the, um, the docked uh, diviner. Um, and you see him begin to sort of look like he's meditating, essentially. He seems to be readying himself, just in case. Okay. So let's go. Start to light a torch. I have dark vision. I just go. <laughs> <Yes. upstairs. laughs> what do you have dark vision? Who doesn't have dark vision? I do not. I, I do not. not. I don't think I do either. Let me know. You're the only one. Yeah. The weasel does. The weasel, the weasel does not. The weasel advantage. The weasel has advantage, but does not have dark vision. The weasel has very poorly maintained diabetes. Unfortunately, (laughs) has cataracts in both eyes. (laughs) Is unable to see, but has keen hearing and smell. Keen hearing and smell. Yeah. Okay. So you light a torch. Guess I'll lead the way. (laughs) You've got the light source here that you can use for your fellow non-dark visioned or non-weaseled people. I gotta double check that because that seems off. And a lot of you make your way up the stairs into the darkness. Kind of makes sense. You you find yourself moving through uh, a a rocky sort of cavernous tunnel, water dripping from stalactites from the ceiling. There's a a taste of stale air. as you make your way through, uh, you find that the tunnel opens up into a larger space where you see this large, unworked stone column. So nothing shaped, but simply a column of rock sort of going from floor to ceiling. On the left side of this column is a set of stairs that have been carved, you know, much like the previous stairs, out of this, this cavernous this cavern rock. Out of the rock face. Um, On the right side of the column, you see uh, more sort of empty space as you sort of move your torch through. And you can see that in the distance, um, farther into this space, there's a five-foot-high ledge along the side that then terminates into another set of stairs. Up over and up the stairs, I guess? Which stairs? The left or the right? 
The left one is closer by. The left one is basically right next to the column. And then there's that five-foot ledge, and there's another set of stairs you can see just in the distance um, leading upwards. You have to get closer either by walking or, you know, with with the torch to figure out where that goes. But you can immediately see that this left-hand set of stairs along the left side of the column leads up to a, like, an almost a, another landing, if you will, of the of this cavern. Right. Another floor, if you will. Might need to split up, and I'll just go over towards the one with the five-foot ledge and just, like, hop up. Mantle up. The stairs are not on the five-foot ledge. Yeah, you have to hop up the five-foot ledge first, right? No. How do you get up there, then? The stairs are just, like, along that same path. Let me... Let me use the. Uh, I don't think I'm understanding correctly. That's okay. Let me let me show you what yeah. I'm talking about. So, here's the column, right? And then there's a set of stairs leading up to a another level, right? Okay. So this is our left. These are up, right? Okay. And then along this side, here's where you came in from the from the tavern, right? Um, from the tavern, from the cavern. <laughs> um, Yes. This way, you can see this five-foot ledge here, and then along this, you can see a set of stairs going up. So, so the stairs are still on the same plane as you are. It's ah, just that they're okay. farther into the room. So you can either go up the stairs to get to this level, or you can hop over the little five-foot ledge and get up that way. You see how that works? I mean, I'll point towards the right. I'll hop up over the ledge. Does splitting the party really sound like a good idea? It does especially. So you're going up the left-hand stairs, is that right? Mm-hmm. Heading towards the right. So you're heading in farther into the right. Are you are you accompanying Lionel so that you can see, or yes. are you using yeah, probably yes. like weasel vision in front of him? <laughs> the weasel's nose just going constantly. Can the weasel hold the torch? So the two of you are heading out this way Maybe. to those stairs. Right? It's, it's got to be a small torch. Emmanuel, what are you doing? I'm what if it was a lantern? Following that, yeah. Pierre? Okay. What about the lantern? So the four of you are going this way. Too you're heavy. also going this way, but you're taking a, a yeah, little side top. stretch to hop over on the ledge, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because it's either up yeah, the stairs... Just, or I know, or I was just thinking we'd split up. This has a strength of three. You can stay with them if you want. No. Okay. I was thinking splitting up. So the lot of you make your way into the room, past the unworked column on the right-hand side. Uh, you hear, again, water dripping from stalactites hitting you on the top of the head and on the shoulders. Um, you're making your way through, and you see as you approach this set of stairs um, that the, this set of stairs, similarly carved as the f- set of stairs that you've seen before, leads to a door, a stone door, into which has been carved a, a gnarly-looking skull. This skull uh, has... Um, it's carved in such a way as the the teeth, the, the eye sockets, the sort of areas are not holes in the stone, but are shaped in the stone to indicate... Uh, it's it, using the material to indicate a, a an impression rather than like just a hole there, like they just bored out. <coughs> so it's more like a relief. It's more like a relief, if you will. Yeah. Check for traps. So you you hopped over here, right? Yep. So as soon as you so you grab the ledge, you make your way up, you flip over, you find yourself on a you know a similarly 
stale, wet sort of um, cavern floor. And as soon as you get up, you, you you start to get up, and you hear what sounds like a rattling noise. Uh-oh. Flip back over. Oh, so you're going to roll yep, off? Yep, just like... Whoop. So you roll off, oh, fall off. It's five feet, so you don't... I mean, I don't... You know. Yeah. So you're dead. <laughs> 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 yes. So you roll off, land on your feet, break your um, And you still hear this sort of... Something up there. ...clacking, moving around. Yeah, specifically, it seemed to be coming from behind this column area on this on this floor. There's something up there. Guards, per se. I'm going to produce some fire. Produce flame. Okay. And just kind of like chuck it in that area <laughs> to try to get that lighting that area for a brief moment before it okay. quickly fizzles out. Fireball, so to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tiny, tiny, tiny. Not tiny a literal one, one yeah. <laughs> Fireball. Okay, everyone's good. So, uh, a plume of flame... You chuck it in there. You can see as it sails through the air. You can see it illuminating the cavern. Um, you can see again the sort of the jagged stalactite nature of the ceiling. Um, you can see sort of water dri- dripping down. You see a bat here and there, sort of moving about, sort of evading the uh, the, the now moving fire. And as it sails over this part past the column, you see um, three figures uh, in what look like sort of ragged leathers. Um, as the flame gets closer, you can see the telltale gleam of of bleached bones. As you can see, three skeletons armed with uh, their weaponry um, are noticing this this trail of fire and are looking back down. <clears throat> and you can see one of they're, they're still like clacking as their as their bones are moving about. One of them raises their weapon at you, and they begin to uh, make their way towards the five foot ledge. And you can see them. Begin to leap off after you. Sounds like it's time to roll for initiative. That sounds like it is time to roll for initiative. It is three o'clock, however, so if you have to oh, go, I don't have to. Good for time. You good? Everybody good? I mean, Zoe. Okay. Oh. Back yet? So. so let's roll for initiative, please. There we go. Oh, nice. Not natural twenty. Uh, you don't add proficiency, right? You do. No. Oh, the real do? Reason, well, no, wait. Proficiency. The real reason yeah. I'm a Sorry. ranger. Double we'll check. An advantage. Nice. Yep. 19. Unless if your uh, thing says so. Mm. Ranger buddies Rock with of 18s. That's right. If, if they have jaggerball traits. Yep. Once they get there. I also have Is it raining really hard? Because I rolled 19 on the It's dice. raining harder now. Yeah. It just started raining. It's harder. been raining constantly. Yeah, this it just got harder. Okay, so you can now hear it off the cars. Well, I definitely want to take Zoe trick-or-treating downtown now. <laughs> Lionel, what did you have? Not natural 20. Artificial 20. Dirty 20. Uh, Pierre, you had a 19? 18. 18. 18. He and I both do. Okay. And I 16 do. Oh, so, <laughs> All three of us have eight. We're all going first. Uh-huh. What about Candle? Uh, uh, 19. Wow, we all rolled yeah. very well. Let's, let's see how well these skeletons do, shall we? 20. 20. 20. 20. Whoa. 38. 38, yes. We got the one who can never be surprised mm-hmm. the, with the, the alert feet. Nice. Plus 10 to initiative. Just, oh. I heard you. Nobody sneaks up on this skeleton. Uh, it will surprise you to know that none of them did better than you guys. <laughs> Right. I know, shocking. It works. Alright. Grasp. That was shocking with my negative one to initiative. Mm. So, between Pierre, Ruby, and Emma, Emmanuel, uh, which of you has the higher dex bonus? Plus three. Negative one. 
Well, plus three? Yeah. So between we're, the two of you, we made the same character. <laughs> the two of you decide who goes first, and then it'll be second, and then third, right? I'm really a lot furrier than you are, though. <laughs> so Pierre or Ruby, do you want to do... I'll go, go first. Okay. okay. Ruby first, and then... Sorry. Three, four, five... Eighteen, six, and... Very good. Okay. All right, so Lionel, you're up first. So you see um, currently that these three skeletons are at the top of this sort of, again, this five-foot ledge, and they're moving forward, you know, since we're in combat time in slow motion <laughs> during the Terminator wreck. They are making their way, ready to leap off and basically do a flying strike against you guys down, um, down a little right floor. there. Oh. So what do you want to do? I'm going to... Uh, Three skeletons. They've each got a short sword, and it looks like they have short bows as well. Anything about them? Short. They're short oh. skeletons. <laughs> they reach three feet tall. <laughs> I mean, that makes them harder to hit. Pick me skeletons. So, I'm going to... Since I have torched my head... Yeah. <laughs> That's the tricky thing. I, I want to I wanna say, if it wasn't clear already, that without that torch, it's pitch dark in here. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm going to... Pull out a, uh, a giant and get like uh, a like, giant. You said a giant. <laughs> the, well, it's, giant. It's, it's a sword. Oh, oh yeah, okay. uh, the J yeah. J I. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Ah, okay. And yeah. get at the rock face. Uh huh. So when they jump over, I'm gonna. Okay. Well, you have a chance to do that right now as okay. they're sort of leaving the track. So, so you want to attack? Yeah. Okay. Roll an attack. Melee attack against one of these skeletons. Plus five, probably. Yeah, because it's a finesse weapon, so it's 20, 22. 22 to hit? Yep. Miss. Nice. <laughs> no. <laughs> you hit. You definitely hit. It's a skeleton. <laughs> Going for that TPK oh. early. Oh, wait. It's not a D10. These skeletons five. have legendary Five slashings. Five slashing damage. Okay, very good. So you... You can see that the one, the, the the fastest one, the one that's clearly making its way and sort of jumping towards the, the the floor that you're on, you do the slash, and you can hear the sound of like chipping bone and cr and crackling as you see its legs sort of like mangled um, as it is continuing to fall towards you. Um, okay, uh, is that all you wanted to do in your turn? Yes. Okay, candle. Okay. I. We're just gonna whip out the weird one right away. Oh, gross! Yeah, <laughs> I cover the weasel. The up. weasel? <laughs> Throw the weasel at him! It's like one, what does they say in, in Weird Al Yankovic's Albuquerque? Um, one dozen half-starved crazed weasels. Yeah, like that sounds about right. Yeah, I'll have that. It's been a while. Yeah. Just, just eat the weasel. Eat the weasel. No, we're in a bear cost. So, produces druidic focus. Okay, I uh, and. Uses that you see, like undoes their hair, and uh, through the casting of the spell, you see that hair actually grows in length. Oh, looking like four large living tendrils, oh. and they approach the skeletons, and one of them, the knots of hair, basically comes out and smashes in the face. Yeah. Old bayonetta shit. Yeah, <laughs> never ever seen that game. With a ten foot reach on that thing, nice. So yeah. I am outside of its range. So when are I you? Are you punching the one that? That uh, line yeah. already slashed. Okay, and the one-two on yeah. that guy. Hopefully, 
He's that skeleton is the one closest to you guys, sailing through the air. So Ooh, nice. Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two is a hit. Very good. Order. Used its legendary reaction. Yeah. <laughs> For six bludgeoning damage. It's one of the monsters. Ah, really bludgeoning damage, you say? Okay. Mm-hmm. On whenever it's coming right. out. Nice. So you, so you move forward. You can see. And you see this thing, which already had sort of mangled, sort of lower uh, uh, bones and feet, explode into a shower of bones <laughs> as they're raining around you. Again, this is all happening in slow motion. This is like all over me. It's a Zack Snyder film. It's definitely a Zack Snyder film, except it's better directed. <laughs> well, what and does it look as washed out? <laughs> Ruby. It's your turn. Um. Now you are closest to the ledge, so like they're basically like leaping over you in a way. Cool. I'm right next to you, then. Yeah. Okay. So what do you want to do? I will... Shifting is probably a whole, an action, isn't it? I think it's bonus. Is it bonus or is it an action? It's a good question. Yeah. If I remember right, it's bonus. I, was, I, I remember the, reading what it was. If it's exactly like, uh, like a druid, then it's an action unless... If, but it's not like a full shift. It's shift. not. It's like I just like... Partial, which is... You yeah. know, get some claws... Yep. <laughs> and some sharper teeth. Let's see, those are under... Raiders of the Lost Tomb. Yeah, and then... Uncommon Ancestry. Isn't there a feat that does that? That's a bonus action. Like vicious or something like Vicious attacks. I'm all shifting. It just, just says claws claws shifting. Bird it claws. doesn't say... Mm-hmm. Bonus action. Okay. Bonus. Cool, yeah. Cool. So I'll just, um, you know, shift. Animorphs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And pull out a short sword and then just, like, strike at one of them with a short sword. And okay. then claw him as a... Nice. Well, no, I can't do that this time because that's a bonus action. Yeah. But I will. I like I like the image of, like, freak, like, werewolves <laughs> transforming and freaking out. And then just some. pulling a sword. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm I know I'm this now, but I still use man made weapons. It's fine because next time I can attack it like the one two. Times. Sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen's a hit. Great. These are skeletons. Mm-hmm. And you, you add proficiency skeleton? to damage? No. no, not to damage. Just dex. just just to hit. Just dex. Yep. Dex is to hit. seven. All right, very good. Solid hit. Okay, a solid hit. Again, you see pieces of bone shavings sort of spraying off, and you see that this uh, skeleton's trajectory has been like clearly altered, so it's <laughs> beginning to sort of fall off to the side. Not having a great day. Anything else in your turn? Going down in flames. No. Pierre. We're just like... All right. So none of them have taken an action yet, right? Not yet. They're, they're, yeah, they haven't. They have their turn hasn't come up yet. Yeah. So I we'll love that Candle and I one. just both pulled out same a guy. weird right. first yeah. turn like immediate. Or gal, I guess. Oh, oh, oh! Two twenties. Wow. wow. Hey, that's, a, that's an achievement. Yeah. Good to waste them on the skeleton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, they will not see the light of day. So. Yes. Guess. Roll twice. And they are not humanoids, so I won't get my... They are not. There. No, they're undead. So four uh, piercing. And then, would I get advantage again? Because they still technically haven't acted with my offhand. But did you double damage? Yeah. You get to roll twice on that. For your damage. You oh, right, right, right. You yeah. So 
So another five, so it was nine altogether. Nine damage? Yeah. No need to attack again because your one your one attack turns them into a shower of bones against right. the against the sidewall. Can I reach the other one with my offhand? Yes. Okay. Would that be then that would be advantage still, right? Because I get advantage against anything that hasn't acted yet. Yes, yeah. Yep. yeah. A little less. 13. Yeah. Less impressive. 13, so 21. 21 hits, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and no bonus on this. Yeah, so four. Just flat roll. Four, would you say it was piercing? Piercing. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Next turn, or next level, I'll be able to add my bonus, but not yet. All right. Yeah. A, cool. a solid blow. Again, you managed to sort of shave off part of a tibia, one of the, <laughs> the last one as it's, as it's falling. Uh, Emmanuel. All right, I'll come up and attack the last one. Smite it. <laughs> Smite it. Blow it. Okay. That's... Uh, yeah, we're going to use that one, Fortune. That was a natural one I Ooh, saw. Yeah, yeah that's oh, worth it. Too bad you were in a half All that's right, worth. all red now. Let's just, let's just be clear Blood. about that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. This is literally your luck with Fortune. Yes, this, this is. Wow. So sorry. No. But it so wasn't a natural one. It wasn't a natural one. Wasn't a natural one. This yeah. time it was a, what, probably Two. a four or five? Two. Well, I mean, modified <laughs> by your... Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like a five. seven. Okay. Yeah. Like, well, seven, unfortunately, isn't, isn't going to make it. So you do the exact same luck on Tuesday. So the... the not worth it. The torch that Lionel is carrying is sort of fluttering and sputtering. It's being, like, occasionally interrupted yeah. by a drop of water or the, uh, the stale air moving about as you're... Blowing and so the light, unfortunately, at the at the wrong moment, sort of shifts, and, and you find yourself sort of swinging to nothing. I just like turn, and it's in front of me. So the last skeleton lands in the midst of you, you guys, because you've all sort of come towards the pile, the cliff, and with his short sword out, strikes at you. Oh no! At uh, Harriman. Going for the squishiest <laughs> among us. Rolls to attack you with advantage. Oh dear! Oh, oh, oh. it doesn't even need it. In its desperation. <laughs> Dead. Well, if there's a twenty, yes. And is Otherwise, a it's a twenty-one. Oh yeah, that'll do. Okay, aiming for twelve or. High. And you are hit with <laughs> three piercing damage. Not terrible. Only like half. <laughs> a little below half. Yeah. <laughs> As it manages to do a sort of. A quick jab, and you find yourself minor flesh wound. So you're a D6 plus con? Yep. Yeah. Okay, then we are back up to the top, Lionel. Yeah. Using, using your GM? Oh, is someone within five feet? Yes. I would imagine that. Yes. Okay. Oh, it's a natural one. I'm a half one. <laughs> there we go. 16. If only it was a natural one again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 16 over <laughs> So you roll for damage as you as you chop at this one. There we go. Nine, uh, twelve. Twelve what? Twelve slash. Slash. All right. Another big blow from the GN. Bing! An explosion of of rattling bones as they fall to the ground, and you find yourself now um, in another uh, thankfully empty cave. All right. So, you are now uh, essentially in the midst of this pile of bones and bone shavings. Um, the 
the the sound of battle of like maybe six seconds or so <laughs> um, have resolved themselves into the same sort of dripping and the stale air. Sheath my sword and take out my healing potion that we were all given. Mm-hmm. You want it? Just to tie the hair back, dismiss the spell, basically. Yes, uh, uh, to, to, to be clear, Colbrax, as part of your supplies, gave you that nice. potion of healing up front. That's right. that per person, right? Did somebody per get person, yeah. yeah. Just a bit of a scratch, yeah. Candle got poked a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Who pokes a fucking candle? <laughs> Sounds very dangerous. Yeah. Still, I appreciate the offer. Fire fire. I'll be fine. Aww. <laughs> okay, so so. Yes, no. Are we drinking the potion? I pass. Yeah. On. Okay, you pass. All right. So you're there on the bottom floor nearby. That's you're nearby this uh, five foot cliff face. You can see that to your left is that set of stairs there that were leading up to that door with the stone, re- the skull relief, and then of course you've got where the skeletons come came from back up the the stairs closer to the entrance. Where are you going? Who's good at checking for traps? I mean, I can. Wouldn't expect a professor to be good at that, but I suppose. You never know me. how many tombs are just filled with. That's a fair point. Seems like things way, to keep people away. Seems like the way forward is through that door. Through <coughs> that door <coughs> with the with the skull face. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it. Oh, I also have a passive perception of fifteen. Okay. Yeah, passive perception. That's something that I do need to record. Yes. Um, Mine's fourteen. So it's ten plus. Bonus. Yep. So, Tom, you said you had 15? 15, yeah. Yours is going to be crazy, isn't it? 16. 16. Do Only Only got a Robert? plus 2 plus. 12. Sure. Passive investigation is Candle? 14. 11. 11? And Not the said, sharpest eyes. And what did you say you had? 14. 14. Cool. Thank you. It's all those days looking at books. All right, so so where you so you've identified this this skull door. So so what? Who goes first, and what are you doing? I'll go first. Hey, <laughs> you both say at the same time. You both make your way simultaneously up the stairs, squeezing <laughs> shoulders. <laughs> Although I'm like half me. the size, so I'm just, I'm just like you just go. <laughs> so I'm like almost six foot wall. tall, and that's an athlete. Yeah. So the two of you can like. Easily make your way both up the stairs at the same time. So the, the two of you approach the door. Um, again, as you, as you get closer, you can see that it is made of a, um, the same kind of... Um, it's made of a different kind of stone than the, uh, the actual cavern rock. So it's clear that this has been installed here. Uh, that, that much you know from this sort of ornamentation on, on the door, which is, again, a skull with a sort of open jaw and teeth, you know, uh, staring out uh, forward. I'll take a quick look for... You can for see charts. that the, the stone door does have, like... It's not just a sort of a a wall that would then retract. It is a proper door in that it does have a handle, and it does have what appears Kinch. to be a lock. Yeah. It appears to be something that you can open. It's just made out of stone. So it does have a lock. It does have a lock, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll check quickly for traps, and then I'll, I'll investigate the lock. Okay, please check for four traps. Investigate? Yes. Yep. You're looking 19. for something specific. 19. Okay, so as you touch the door to investigate, uh, you 
With your 19, you are very quickly aware of the trap because you set it off. <laughs> That's nice. where you find them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You touch the door, and you see that um, the skull relief's eyes quickly grow a, glow a sickly green. Ah. And this... Oh, this is going to be a good thing. This, <laughs> these two beams of what look like this sort of sickly green light shoot out down the stairs. So hitting both of you... And anyone else that's unfortunate enough to have been on the stairs. So I don't I'm, think either of you went. I don't know if you went. I don't if I'm said. at the door, would it, how like high on the door is it? <laughs> it's like it takes up like the middle of the door. So like, <laughs> like, like it would be like so in my face. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're gonna have you're gonna have level. yeah you're gonna have advantage on the save, but it will hit you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the two of you, I need you to make. <laughs> took it to the face. I need you to make con saves. It's 15 foot long and 5 foot wide, this line of Mm. this beam of energy. 17. 17? Okay. 21. 21. Very good. So as as these beams pass through you, you feel a certain kind of like, you feel a certain um, nausea. You feel a certain like, uh, a sense of brittleness about yourself. And then it dissipates pretty quickly. As this this beam sort of terminates, I, I, you okay? <laughs> yeah. Did you set off the trap? I, since we're if we're like right next to it, I'm probably, probably have like a head like I, I remember that from last time. It probably still helped me <laughs> on the ship. <laughs> Bad memories. Sure. <clears throat> it's a beam of norovirus. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> uh, and then that then I'll open up the door. It's still locked. Okay, then I'll try to open it with a lockpick. Okay. Give me an attempt. Ooh. <laughs> That's dex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And dex plus. So that'd be plus 7, 12. Oof. 12. I can try if you Unfortunately, so you're picking away with your lock, break and file. You, you hear a click, but you realize that it's not a click from an open lock. Oh the eyes glow green again, <laughs> and two beams shoot out again. I need the two of you to make con saves again. <laughs> Are you sure you're okay? Mm-hmm. It's not a green. That's worse than last time. I don't think that's eleven. <laughs> six. Eleven. Six. Okay. So these beams hit you. You're struck by it, and again, you feel that sense of nausea as if your stomach sort of flopped over, right? Mm-hmm. But it quickly dissipates. You gain one level of exhaustion. Oh, boy. That's rough. Oh, boy. As you suddenly feel this sense of, like, your muscles ache, your, your, your stomach turning sour, and you, feel, <laughs> and you feel a sense of great <clears throat> tiredness. That's what I feel all the time. Is that way in the back that... Disadvantage on skill checks. Yep. Yeah. Disadvantage on ability checks. Ability checks. Yeah. Also, where's the torch? Since I'm, yeah. imagine you're using both hands for this. I probably like, like, gave it to you. Okay, so like, you've got you've got the torch. Very good. So I'll probably like take the torch back and like sit down and be like, hey, just give me, just give me a minute. <laughs> they just winded. Oh god. <laughs> okay, uh, tea leaves are not doing so hot. Anybody else want to take a shot at this door? Yeah, I can do it. I mean, I can try. Okay, uh, you come up here and take my place. <laughs> <laughs> can I assist? All you are is a green ray catcher. And having like gone through the lock before, give like advice on like what went wrong. 
<laughs> Not in the sense that it will help him, just in the sense that he will know exactly how you fuck him. <laughs> important to know. Um, is the trap still there? Seems can, to be. Can I see if Seems I can We've seen it fire twice. Um, so. Do you have... Give me. You can give me an arcana check, since you know that it appears to be some kind of magical trap. Do you need assistance right. on that, or are you good? Uh, 17. Ooh, 17, okay, good. So, you can see that... Now, your experience with magical traps is not, like... Not extensive, by any means. But you can you've you've heard of this thing before. Um, it's probably like a necromantic sort of trap. It's a common thing for people who dabble in necromancy to do. Yeah. It's it's clearly a touch activation or some kind of something to do with interfering with the door, and it shoots out this necromantic beam that you know necrotic energy or something like that. And you know that the usual way. Not the foolproof way, but the usual way to disable it is to scratch out the eyes of whatever the thing is that is projecting this this energy. Okay, let's do that. Okay, so you take uh, like a weapon or something. Dagger. You take, you take yeah, your dagger. dagger. Okay, smart. Now the eyes have been scored. All right. <clears throat> so. Um, I'm gonna like step pick the to lock. the side. You gonna try to pick the lock? Okay. <laughs> Just in case. That is a seventeen. Seventeen. Very good. Yeah. So you apply uh, rake and file as soon as it touches. What is going on? <laughs> Turning. Locks open. No beams. Everything seems to be fine. All right. Are we prepared? Shall we open? You got it. Alright. I heard a good sound. I'm just like, <laughs> I feel like I'm giving you a play to play, play by play because you can't see anything. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, no, he didn't get shot with the green beams. It's like light, and then all of a sudden green beams coming through the darkness. All of a sudden, I go, ooh. <laughs> so, ooh. so who's opening the door? So, are you, are I'll you open there? It, sure. So, you grab a handle and you begin to open the door, and it does, it moves freely. But as you do so, you hear um, coming from uh, the back of the cavern towards oh, this no. area. You hear an echoing uh, a voice that sort of curdles the blood. You hear, By mistake or by foolishness, you have come too far. Your soul will be used to feed my endlessness. We should go now. That sounds welcoming. You're just talking to, like, the, <laughs> the uh, smoke outline. <laughs> <laughs> just scrambling up the stairs. Okay, that's. I think we should stop. Stop there. Since that's, we're a good we're, that's a good spot. Okay. Yeah. But first, I'll say to the voice, "It's by mistake and foolishness." <laughs> <laughs> both. You'd be surprised, but we managed to hit both. Why not? I imagine I, I like turned to talk, say, "We should go," and you're just not She's, there, and I'm like. Huh. It's the it's the classic Scooby Doo thing where there's like a smoke yep. outline of the person yeah. in, in, in midair. <laughs> Meddling kids. It was Don Knotts. It's always Don Knotts. Okay, thank thank you, everybody. Thank you for running. We will continue this next Saturday. Most excellent. So it sounds like Nick will join us next week. Maybe. (laughs) It's always a maybe with him. (laughs) Strong maybe. Strong, well, no, weak maybe. It's a, Is it really weak maybe? It's strong in its maybe. Well, he's. I mean, you know, it's not. It's not that he's 
Not, it's not lazy or anything. No. We're, we're recording, aren't we? Yes. Okay. Do you, do you want to bring this off the record? <laughs> no, I mean, I, you know, I'm not. I just don't want to. I don't want to. If he listens to this, I don't want to offend him. Right. I just that like he's very particular about what he what he wants to go to and what he doesn't want to go to. He's right. not the kind of person to go. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I'll show up. We'll give it a shot. It's, it just it seems to be he's very particular, and if he if he can't he doesn't want to go, he doesn't he doesn't want to go. Right. Right. Can't blame the man for that. Which you know, if you you know, he's got a job, he's busy. I, I understand that. You know. You got a limited amount of time, so you want to use it wisely. Use it with what you want. So. He also ends up traveling a lot. Oh, yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah. 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 Sometimes it's like, oh, going so we, so we, 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 can't, we can't be too harsh with it. Yeah. Sure. We lovingly rib it. Yes. But rib not to, to, to summarize, <laughs> you forgot he had scheduled a, a hair appointment. <laughs> He did do that, yeah. You will never let supposed to play uh, oh, Battletech. Was it a hair appointment? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's oh, wait, I have my haircut. Yeah, that does sound like that. How do you forget about a haircut, though? <laughs> it seems like something you'd remember. Oh, yeah, I'm getting my getting my skull shaved today. <laughs> so did you say this is the only game you guys have going on right now? Well, mm, no. Like this is the only one. this is the only one that I'm going to run oh, okay. for the rest okay. of the year. Okay. Yeah. In that kind of like says, recurring sense. So try to be to try that. to be to try to be consistent so that we can like have a longer running game and get through the whole thing. You yeah. know. Um, but Stephen wanted to do. You were doing. Uh, yeah, most, most of the week, of the week Sunday. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I've got. Speaking of which, it's going to be Rachel's birthday. Yeah. Oh, happy right. birthday! Mm-hmm. Thanks. I'm very old. Yes. Uh, yes, she is. You can never say that when I'm at the table. <laughs> normally, I'm one of the oldest. Very old table, spiritually. So. <laughs> yeah, House on Madison on Backburner. I'd love to Ready. do that. That's a, that's a thing that we do oh, yeah. like the like White uh, White Wolf system and stuff. Yeah. It's been the on again, off again one. Which yeah. Mostly off again uh, because just because really Just because yeah. getting all the same people in the same room is just difficult. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. It's hard for anyone. Yeah, especially since we've hit uh, football season, so Maria's schedule is insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're right. like, "Hey, we're open till past midnight every night now." Yeah, they have a banner hanging. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, uh, I, I saw she took a picture of that. Yeah. It was like basically like, <laughs> "Fuck you guys!" Come on. <laughs> so. Who needs a life when you can work for the man? Yeah, well, the pizza man. The pizza man. She delivered pizza to my house one day. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. She mentioned that. You tipped her. I tipped her. Uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was beforehand, but I, if I had known who it was, I would have tipped her. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm a pretty good tipper anyway. Yeah. But that's always the weird thing with it. Like, when you do delivery, I'm, I always want to be like, no, I will tip you in person because I don't know what type of service oh, I'm going I, to receive. You're tipping for service that you don't know what it is. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Outside of that, I'm always like, you're not getting paid enough anyway, so you're going to get a good tip unless you're like literally dropping the pizza on my doorstep. <laughs> that's that's pretty much how I see it. I'm like, okay, yeah. you don't get paid enough anyway. Let me just give you a good tip. Ring the doorbell. The door opens. Nice. It's got the pizza, pizza. box. Open and just spit. <laughs> oh, All right, you're only getting two dollars. Only two. <laughs> I did see videos. Two dollars uh, for the presentation. Um, yeah. Watch them die inside. It's like the, they're handing the pizza, and it just like falls oh. out. <laughs> that—that's one where it's like if they do it on purpose, you're not getting tipped. 
obviously. Do a Walter White. They, they, but if they accidentally do it, then it's like, like lazily fall. You're having a rough day. You're getting a good. It's a part of like the handle. So it's like no one take. Oh really? Was it one take and it hit perfectly for what? Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. When Walter White throws the pizza, oh the pizza, yeah. I remember. They kept saying, "How are we going to do this? How are we going to do this?" They had all these contingency plans. Nailed it first try. Pretty yep. impressive. That's Brian Cranston for you. You asked him to throw pizza. <laughs> <laughs> throw that pizza. I am the one who throws the pizza. It's one of the few skills that all I am the one who toss. Yeah, I am the one who toss. It's true. 